The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. Tonight's episode of Wrestling Night in Canada is dedicated to the memory of Terrence Earhart. You're listening to Wrestling Night in Canada on the Shining Wizards Network with your hosts, Matt Copper, Dustin Maruka, and Snowy White. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. I'm Dustin Maruka. Hey, guys, what's going on? Oh, you know, just getting back in, well, I don't know, work's been crazy lately. So it's <laughs> it almost seems like we're resembling some kind of normalcy. And I'm just amazed that, like, we're this far into the year already. We're, <laughs> we're, we're in April, and it, it just seems like a big fool's joke that it's mm-hmm. been going on this long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's been a year with the whole with the whole career, you know. And yeah, I'm just waiting for for the the fates or whatever just to jump on and go, ha ha, suckers, you yeah. humans, <laughs> we get you, we get you all the time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Before we uh, jump into everything, because I know we have an absolutely packed show at the top of the hop um everyone heard that we had a dedication and everyone might be wondering exactly who that is well i um i am very saddened and with a heavy heart i announced that my father has left us that's who uh terrence Earhart was and that's kind of that's probably why you know, this show might be a little bit late in getting out. Obviously, I had a lot to uh, take care of and to do with everything, and it's going to be an on- ongoing process as well. But but we're still doing this, regardless of everything that's going on, because I know that is exactly what my dad would have wanted. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, like he's... He's he's the type of guy that would be like, dog, don't you have responsibilities? Don't you have listeners? I don't want you sloughing off just on my account. You know, you better go and do what you what you got to do as well, you know. <laughs> so that's why we're doing this and it's going to be a kick-ass show. Thank, thanks, guys, for letting me yep. take a couple seconds out at, 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 at the top and to do that. And um, my, my dad just was never a wrestling fan. He just, he just couldn't get over the fact that it was predetermined. You know, right. like, like there's, there's some people that, oh, that's all fake. But then when you sit them down... And they kind of suspend their dis- their disbelief and all that. Like, well, then before you know it, they're actually finding some value in it. And he never found that at all. I remember when I first discovered, and I might have mentioned this on the show already, but I guess it's more it's relevant more than ever. When I first discovered pro wrestling, I was like eight years old here in Winnipeg with the old a- AWA, and I. The first time I caught it, I'm like, "Whoa, what the hell is this?" And for a variety of reasons, I tuned back in the following week. And <laughs> as I'm watching, <laughs> my dad walks in the room and, "What are you watching? This is garbage. That's that pro wrestling, right?" 
well, you know, it's fake, right? You know, it's this. And she starts pointing out how it's fake and all that. I'm like, ah, why would you tell me that? Why don't you go tell a five-year-old there's no Easter bunny or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, this isn't his thing, but he did think, you know, the fact that we were doing this was really cool. Mm-hmm. Terrence Earhart just sounds like a wrestling name, though. It does. Yeah, yeah. And if you were to see him, you would Mm -hmm. think like he was an Anderson or something. Okay. Yeah, you know, he's from small town in Saskatchewan. And like like he he would look like a territory wrestler from the 70s or the 80s when he was younger, you know. (laughs) He was a corn publicist, in other words. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. for sure, for sure, yeah. I we I probably could have said to him, "Hey, you want to make a couple bucks here? Why don't you pretend, you know, you're you're this guy, and we'll set you up at a local house show or whatever, and go and <laughs> sign autographs." Or I don't know, might have worked, might have worked, might have worked. So, but uh, you remember when you did this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, we have a stacked show tonight as we're speaking. It's basically our Friday night, I guess, right before the Easter holidays. So I've got the Lemmys going in the Motorhead mug here. And we're going to talk some Fastlane. You're going to talk some Back for the Attack, the NWA pay-per-view. Everything going on with the transferring over to Peacock is ruffling some feathers, and with WrestleMania (laughs) coming up, it's the Hall of Fame in the the turnbuckle talks. So, uh, without further ado, um, who wants to get into a little bit of Fastlane here? Oh, oh, actually, actually, no. Yeah, you're right. No. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, because we have to... The uh, WNIC title. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Controversy, controversy. <laughs> you want to, yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to the end of these, and then we'll determine the fate of the WNIC title. Okay. Yeah, because uh, there's a little bit of controversy here. I know everyone's been wondering what's been going on. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to go into detail like I do usually with my pay-per-view reviews because Fastlane, we're already so far removed from it. I'm sure everybody already knows what happened or whoever has wanted to check it out already has. So I'm just going to go over the results real quick. So uh, United States Championship match was on the kickoff show. That was Matt Riddle versus Mustafa Ali. Matt Riddle won. We all voted for him, so we all got a point. Uh, kicking off the main show proper was the women's tag team title match with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defending against uh, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. We all picked Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. They won, so we all have two points. Uh, then there was kind of a nothing match between Braun Strowman and Elias. We all predicted that Braun Strowman was going to win, and he did. This was really more of an angle than it was a match. So, right. yeah. And then after that, we had the Intercontinental Championship match. Big E defended against Apollo Crews. Ducky and I both picked Apollo. Uh, uh, Snowy, you picked uh, Big E, which he won. So that was your you're one up on all of us now. Woo! Yep. <laughs> and uh, okay, okay. <laughs> yep. And uh, asked, you know, like, <laughs> up until this point, the whole show just kind of felt like a bunch of TV angles that could have been on Raw and SmackDown. So I was kind of a little wary of it. 
But after this, this is kind of where the pay-per-view kind of picked up a little bit. I actually got interested in it. So there's uh, Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura was next. I didn't assume that this was going to be anything special, but fuck, it was actually a pretty damn good match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, we all, regardless, uh, we all picked Seth Rollins, and yep, so he won. And going forward from here, we got uh, No Holds Barred match between Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. We all picked Drew. Drew won. But again, that was more predictable because they already at this point announced that uh, Drew was going to be facing Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania for the championship. So I don't know why they couldn't have made this match a number one contenders match just to make it a little less predictable that Drew was going to win. But mm-hmm. regardless... Here we are. <laughs> so, but it didn't keep it from being a good match. Some guys went through some TV screens and yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was entertained. And then we got to another match that wasn't really a match. It was more of an angle. It was Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. Now, this is the one where we all have in our prediction because Ducky picked Alexa Bliss. So you picked Randy Orton. I determined that it was going to be a no contest because the Fiend was going to return and and he was going to attack Randy Orton, and then that would be that. And it kind of happened. <laughs> Except Alexa Bliss ended up pinning Randy Orton, so Ducky got a point there for that one. Mm-hmm. Right. But the, the Fiend did return, and he was all burned up and mangled, looking like Jason Voorhees from, from Part 6. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, don't, I still don't think that that's actually Bray Wyatt in that costume. Looks, he doesn't have the same build, so that's that, I'm thinking right. that's going to reveal itself at some point. What if it's Bo? It's Bo Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah, uh, that that would actually kind of work. It would, but you I'm, know, thinking, like, uh, I'm thinking that Bray Wyatt is going to come back at WrestleMania at some point. Right. So, and then it's going to be revealed that this uh, extra crispy fiend is actually, is actually Bo Dallas. <laughs> Probably the thing that's going to be remembered the most about this card was um her pin on uh on on Randy Orton which oh. kind of got kind of got Randy Orton's wife yeah up, up. Yeah. she was kind of having a little tizzy because I still I, rem- I, I still find it funny that he responded to his wife's Twitter saying you know it's fake right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, because obviously I I never saw this card, but I went on to YouTube when I saw that it was, you know, it was kind of a thing. So I went on to YouTube and just Googled it and and I saw the pin and it's like, okay, I can understand what Orton's wife was getting pissy about. <laughs> the real but, winner in that and all the, the fans were like, oh, Orton's the real winner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. But what what got me thinking was, okay, you know, Mrs. Orton, I don't think you should worry too much about Alexa Bliss because I'm willing to bet she, your husband's kind of an asshole in real life. Yeah. And, and she's, like, really cool and really nice in real life. So I don't think she wants to spend a whole hell of a lot of time with your husband. Yeah. Well, she's engaged. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and um, if you're going to be concerned about someone, uh, maybe you should maybe think about all the rats he's been pulling over the years, mm-hmm. as as well. <laughs> okay. Well, 
to to his credit, he has calmed down with the pranks and all that, and he's 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 gotten a little more respectful. I mean, what is he like forty years old now? He's not. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's not the twenty five year old or the twenty year old asshole he was when he first came into the company. But I think I think he's like kind of pulled back a little bit, and he's not so much. I I don't really hear reports of that so much nowadays, other than the whole uh, alleged uh, penis incidents that I've <laughs> heard about. A couple of years ago, something about handshakes. I don't know. I don't want to go into details about it. But, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So yeah, where was I here? Yeah, Alexa Bliss defeats Randy Orton by straddling him <laughs> with the pin. So, <laughs> but we're not going to get into it. No. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the, My maybe- favorite meme of that was there was a shot of like. Of course, her pinning Randy, and then the fiend behind him, and then the best meme was that. But in the corner, it said the Toxic Avenger. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, he yeah, kind of yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see the Toxic Avenger thing. But uh, anyway, the whole takeaway from this entire match is fiend is back. He's still mangled and burned to a crisp. They're not referring to him as Bray Wyatt. They're just referring to him as the fiend. So let's let's see where this goes. I guess. It's uh, kind of gone no- uh, nowhere, really, on Raw. Like, the Randy Orton tried to burn him again, but that didn't really work out for him. So, let's see what happens at Mania, I, I guess. Anyway, and then the main event was a Universal Championship match with Edge as the special guest enforcer, Roman Reigns defending against Daniel Bryan. Roman Reigns retained after uh, Edge got involved, because, like, I think... Yeah, Daniel Bryan accidentally hit Edge, and then Edge got involved and hit them both with steel chairs. This was after Roman Reigns was tapping out to the yes lock, which he said he would never do. So that kind of made things interesting. But then, yeah, Edge attacked both of them with a steel chair, and uh, Roman Reigns rolled onto Daniel Bryan and got the pin. So, yeah, this has now set up a triple threat match with the Universal title at WrestleMania between the three involved here. So... Yeah, see what happens with that. I guess Edge has turned uh, turned heel. I didn't. I, I actually didn't catch SmackDown this past week, but it he's seems the rated like... R superstar again, basically. Oh, oh, he is. Okay. All right. So oh, he's kind he of tried to concerto Brian. Okay. So is he is he heel or is he like a tweener? Like maybe I should just watch the show. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, no. Like this is something because like I was seeing on. Um... Like, well, there's there's definitely a gray area more than ever now. Like we had like sometimes when it comes to heel and face, it hasn't been this this gray since the old NW NWO. You know, oh, once yeah. they once they started to to get popular and all of a sudden these heels are, you know, the most popular thing in the building and all that. And before you know it, like who's the heel? Who's 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 the baby face here and all that? And it seems like you start getting a lot of wrestlers now talking and acting like heels, like the young, like the young bucks. Okay, but they're the baby faces. Like it could be confusing for an old timer like me. Mm-hmm. It was also like yeah. TNA was like that for a while when they were doing the whole cross the line. Uh, that was their catchphrase. Right. There was never any clear cut heel or face on the show, but it just got really confusing because it's like nobody trusts nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so yes 
So where does that leave us? I don't know. Like, I've always, I kind of hope that Edge just goes full heel because I've always liked, uh, as a, from a performance perspective, I've always liked uh, Edge as a heel more than a babyface. But right. I guess we'll see what happens at WrestleMania. But that leaves us. You two ended up tying. Whoa. Yeah. But as the champion, me being the champion, we didn't know where that left the title in that situation because mm-hmm. we got a tie between the two challengers. So the guys in the back have determined that the title is now held up and declared vacant. Oh, yeah. oh no. Another held up title. Another vacant yeah. title. Yeah. Vacant <laughs> another world championship. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Vegan. No, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Uh, this is happening more than ever. I remember like, when I was your age, like a, a vacant title was a huge thing. You know, mm-hmm. like, like that's the last thing that the promotions wanted was for, you know, a, a championship to be vacant. But then again, at one time, you know, a championship title change was a huge thing and now yeah. it's oh it's monday night now ah, you want to change the championship yeah sure why not <laughs> yeah let's change the champ <laughs> yeah because we have 800 of them and yeah <laughs> so but yeah this is definitely new territory for us a vacancy already oh so how are we going how okay how am i going back to regaining the, my title like how, well, how are we gonna do this my title that i never lost let's get that right oh, okay. oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right so what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a triple threat match over wrestlemania weekend or week oh, okay <laughs> so much goddamn wrestling next week. Yeah, no. we can only have so many predictions because, like, if we did predictions for the whole weekend, God, that, the math would take too long. Showcase like, of Independence would be there forever. Yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah, we're not gonna do Showcase of the Independence. We're not gonna do. Uh, we're not gonna do Hardcore Justice. We're just gonna leave it with the WWE product stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> So we're because gonna, I don't want to do that much math. Yeah. Because <laughs> with Showcase, there's like 12 shows, and I don't know how many matches on each. I don't want to do it. I'm yeah. going to watch all of it, but I'm not going <laughs> to add shit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, I'm going to be honest. I probably don't know like who 90% of the people wrestling on those cards are, so my predictions for that... Would just be like <laughs> any meeny miny that guy. Yeah, yeah. I like this guy's name. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. he's he's got cool hair. Let's go with that. Except for Cass versus Madman Pondo, that should be good. And it's now a tie paid at that. So, oh. well, of course it is. Like, <laughs> well, I hope my boy Cass survives because that's <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and the in-ring return of New Jack. So I hope whoever he's facing. Holy <laughs> gee. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, just when the world, you thought maybe the world was starting to turn the curve, was getting a little better. New Jack's going to stab me. Now now the wrestling world has to bring back New Jack. Oh, shit. Peacock is just pissing their pants right now. 
Well, they're, they're not going to have any of that new content. They, they they can deal with that old content when they get to it. So they're going to have to pay their guys overtime for that stuff. But we'll get to that in a bit. For now, yeah. So what we're going to do to determine the new WNIC champion, we're going to do our predictions for both NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver and WrestleMania. Oh, so, okay. Without further ado, here are the matches for nights one and two of Stand and Deliver. Match number one just got announced uh, as of last night. It was uh, Pete Dunne versus Kushida in a singles match. This will Ooh, be. Oh, that'll be good. It'll be a technical wrestling masterpiece. Uh-huh. Yeah, this one's hard for me to choose, but I'm I'm a Pete Dunne guy, so I'm gonna go with Pete Dunne. Yeah, I gotta go Pete because I don't yeah. think he's gonna lose anytime soon. No. How about you, Snowy? Okay. Uh, you know what? I I was just from what little I know about NXT because I've only just recently have started watching it regularly. Uh, I'll go with Pete Dunn as well. Okay, we're all going for Pete Dunn. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 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 All right. So uh, next match. Speaking of vacant championships. We're having a triple threat match or triple threat tag team match for the vacant NXT uh, tag titles. Uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch were stripped of the titles uh, a couple weeks ago because uh, Danny Birch sep- uh, suffered a separated shoulder. So didn't get the opportunity to defend them against MSK like I think was the original plan because they yeah. won the, the Dusty Cup. So now it's going to be MSK versus uh, the Grizzled Young Veterans. And then against uh, against uh, Legado del Fantasma, which is Raul Mendoza and uh, Joaquin Wild. So, being that MSK were the winners of the Dusty Cup, I can only imagine the plan was for them to win the titles. So, I'm yeah, gonna go, I gotta go with them. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. I once again like the. Legado del Fantasma. Okay, I'm really not too familiar. I just don't see the grizzled youngs doing it, so I'm gonna go with MSK as well. I think I think you're right. They're looking. Yeah. They're giving them the push. It's a safe bet. <laughs> the push. Push. The push. push. If you will. Push, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Next, we got the uh, six-man gauntlet eliminator match to determine the number one contender for the North American Championship on night two. This, uh, so yeah, so it's yeah, straight up gauntlet match. Six guys. There is uh, Leon Ruff, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes. Oh wait, let me do that again. Cameron Grimes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dexter Loomis, and uh, I hate Eli Drake's new name so much. L.A. night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually caught the battle royal that determined this. Sorry, guys. Like, what? I I didn't catch. I I only caught the last half hour of both shows. Just I have other shit going on in the world, and I actually enjoyed. I enjoyed the battle royal and the ending for that. And I think, see, the idea. Is they're pushing Loomis and Drake Knight. 
So I'm Drake yeah. Knight. He is now Drake Knight. That sounds weird. I, I, I like the syllables. It doesn't Actually, work. That's, yeah, yeah. Actually, I like the way that they pulled that off. We I can like just the, call I him like the way they, Knight. They pulled that. <laughs> call him Eli Knight. <laughs> Actually, that would be better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With that, I gonna go with my boy Eli Knight. I think so. I think they're 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 bringing him in strong, and I can see yeah. them eventually putting the North American title on him just to see, you know, how he'll do. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's definitely got the charisma. He's got he's got the he's he's probably dare I say the best guy on the mic in the entire company, like mm-hmm. between Raw, mm-hmm. SmackDown, and NXT. So yeah, the guy's got star written all over him, and I think you're right. I'm gonna give it to give it to my boy Eli. Roll, roll over. I'm like- gonna since I like what they're doing with Dexter lately. I think I'm gonna go Dexter Loomis. Oh okay. Think they're gonna continue that with him and uh, Johnny? Yeah. Okay. All right then. So <laughs> it's our fr- uh, well, we finally got a, a difference of opinion here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, next, we got a singles match for the NXT UK Championship. Walter defends against Tommaso Ciampa. Sorry, Tommaso. Yeah. <laughs> Walter. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Walter. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm liking Walter. I like how I like the cut of this guy's jib. He's 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 old school. Mm-hmm. You know, through so, through. yeah. But yeah the way I, he I, drops I, you, you'll have a. Oh, oh. God. I, I I I grew up watching this guy. Okay, yeah. Like, let's 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 put it that way. So. Yeah, guys like him. Hold <laughs> it after. Yeah, I know, like mm-hmm. I've, I've said it before in the past about guys like Walter. If a guy doesn't wear knee pads, be uh, very afraid of that man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just he's with that Imperium. He's like a, a faction. Yes. Right? Which yeah. which he no. This guy is gold. Just mm. by himself, push him, you know, as you know, Mister Old School. You know, it it works, it works, and it kind of dilutes that. Yeah, I think elsewhere he was. Yeah, elsewhere I think he was a part of another faction that was similar to uh, Imperium. I yeah, think they were called it was like, in um, WX. I think it was WXW in Germany, and they called themselves like Ring Camp. Ring Kampf, yeah. Uh, oh god, controversial. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. But yeah. it was basically the same guys. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. Walter, I don't see him like losing uh, to a guy like Tommaso. Like, especially after like Tommaso took that chop like a fucking champion. <laughs> I'll admit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't see him walking away with the gold. As, as good as as good as his promo was last night on NXT, yeah. Sorry, bud. <laughs> He's the gonna Rick. put up a hell of a fight, but yeah, it, yeah, it'll be a hell of a fight, sure. But the ring general will will retain. All right, and the main event for night one: Io Shirai defends the NXT Women's Title against Raquel Gonzalez. And as much as I love my girl Io, gotta give it to Raquel this time. She's, I think it's her time. Hmm. Okay. Okay. No, I don't see it just yet. I don't. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm gonna no. Well, yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know, because I kind of think like when they introduced the women's uh, NXT women's tag titles, they gave them to Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, and then they lost them later that night. So I don't know. It kind of seems a little weird that they would give her a title and have her lose it, and then she would lose again. I think that would kill the momentum of her push a little bit. So I, I think it just makes the most sense that Io Shirai would like she's she's looking for this huge challenge in uh, Raquel Gonzalez and. Well, Raquel Gonzalez threw Io Shirai through a wall last night, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, man, she said, she, well, that's nothing. This yeah. this day and age, like, I guess, you, yeah. if, if, if you can put um, Lana through a table, like, every week for eight weeks in a row, like. True. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> no, I'm, I still, I'm got to go with Raquel. I think yeah, okay, okay, I, you know, that's. Yeah, it would kind of like if 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 we all had the same predictions and yeah, they all came through, it would be an all way tie. And then yeah. how am I going to get my title back? Like, come so on, great. whose title? Whose title? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just want to win it once, assholes. Okay, <laughs> Ducky's the dark horse in this whole thing. <laughs> and you watch more wrestling than all of us. Yeah, what the hell? Like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> you guys can just shut the fuck up. No. He's, an, he's an indie guy. Let's see. Yeah, he's just an indie guy. That's right. Yeah. That's right. One of these days, he'll step up and play with the big boys. Yeah, where the big boys play. <laughs> WCW. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so that's that's night one. That's night oh. one. So go, going into night two. We got uh, the NXT Women's Tag Team title match. Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart are defending against Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Uh, I don't think they're taking them off, Ember and Shotzi. No. Right no. Away. No. no, no, no. And Shotzi Blackheart is one of my favorite things, like in pro wrestling in general right now. Yeah, she's so, pretty I'm, Yeah, I'm both cheering with my head and heart for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like and I, I'm I'm just don't want NXT to start hot potatoing titles. That's just not not a smart move. Like that's right. That's right. Yeah. No, no. All right. So we're all we're all going for Ember and Shuts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can't really predict uh, the gauntlet uh, the NXT North American title match right now, and we'll just yeah <laughs> we'll leave we'll leave this one for the future because yeah that's not really okay. a not possible right now. <laughs> and uh, what else we got here? We got uh, a ladder match to determine the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight champion. Jordan Devlin, who was the champion at the time the pandemic struck, was stuck in England for a while. So, uh, yeah, uh, Santos Escobar was named the interim NXT Cruiserweight champion, and he has been for pretty much a year now. But Devlin finally made his way back onto, onto American soil, and they're going to fight... In a la- the only way the only way that you can determine an undisputed champion apparently is with the ladder match. <laughs> wait, wait. There's there's only there's only two guys in this match. Yeah. Uh, Holy shit. Uh, yeah. Not not a ladder match. Only two guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you count the other guys from uh, Legado del Fantasma, there's four, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they'll get involved at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So that being said, though. I don't know. I kind of like Devlin. 
I don't know who either of these guys are. I, I kinda, yeah, I think I'm going to go Jordan Devlin, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jordan Devlin. Yeah, you're going to go with the Irish ace. I actually eat meaty that, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're all going with the Irish ace, Jordan Devlin. Cool. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Should be a good one. All right. And uh, unsanctioned match between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Holy fuck, am I ever Oh, oh, oh my right. God. Oh, yes, crap. This I is forgot about that one. Oh. Yeah. Contract signing, the promos back and forth, and all that. Adam Cole, yes. Deck, William oh, Regal, like God, uh, it's amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like we see contract signings all the time. You, you know the table's going to get pushed, and they're going to be yeah. going to have to do the pull apart and all that. The two promos back and forth were just oh amazing, mm-hmm. amazing and history with these guys. And I don't know exactly. Like, caught like how much you know that they've given O'Reilly the stick during his NXT years, but as I recall in Ring of Honor, it's not like he was known, you know, for his promos or anything. At least from I from I can recall, because he's just one of those. His work rate is just absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Probably the only thing that would be holding him down is his, was his lack of of stick work and all that for the lack of a right. better expression. And well, sounds like it's coming around though. Yeah. He's gotten really good. Like his, like his old promo, like the, that one promo that he cut during the contract signing where he was talking about how, like they all came into the company and they all became better wrestlers, but only one of us became a better person. Like that was just, mm, whoever wrote that for him was just, Oh, well done. Well done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. His delivery was great. But yeah, like everything about this feud, like like from the moment from the moment uh, Adam Cole kicked Finn Balor and the whole which sparked the whole breaking up of the undisputed era, that was yeah, it's been gold. It's been the highlight of the show for sure. Mm-hmm. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. But I don't want either guy to lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Kyle O'Reilly. I yeah. think so too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I. It does. It doesn't hurt. Hurt Cole, and it gives. Like it's. It does the world for o- O'Reilly, and it won't hurt Cole to lose a match like this. Yeah. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't feel like. Do you think? You think this is going to be the just the beginning of the feud, though, or do you think it's going to be the the ender? Because if, if O'Reilly wins, it feels like it. It'll be the end. I don't know. Or is this going to be another Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa saga? Oh, it could. It could be. It could be. Yeah, just because you know someone you know like Flair Steamboat had three three amazing matches, and they all I think they all had pinfalls. Yeah. Oh, so they can. I uh, can see three matches with those two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. After after uh, Roderick Strong walked out on uh, NXT, it kind of seems like he might come back and get involved in this. So that's and he smacked Kyle O'Reilly last week. So I'm thinking he's going to come back and cost O'Reilly the match. Uh, so Old for this one. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
Yep. I think Kyle O'Reilly will come super close to winning. But then, yeah, it'll, he'll, yeah, he'll get a distraction or something. It's an unsanctioned match, so there's no DQ. So, yeah, I think Roddy's going to come back and cost Kyle the match. All right. Yep. Okay. Sure. That's, that, I, I could see that happening too. Yeah. For sure. All right. And then the main event of night two is a singles match for the NXT World Championship. Finn Balor defends against Karrion Cross. Uh, this is the, another tough one to predict because Finn Balor, since he's been back in NXT, he's had one of the best runs of his entire career. Mm-hmm. So. But then carrying cross is carrying cross. Like, yeah, but I don't see him like his that 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 character. Like, I don't see him them putting the title like on on him. Like, just for that that kind of character. And I honestly, okay, Scarlet is was Chelsea Green, right from from Impact? No, no, no she was the Bordeaux. Okay. Right, Chelsea yeah. Green's on SmackDown, and she's married to Zach Mac Cardona. Yeah. Okay. What is she? What is Chelsea Green going by now? Chelsea Green. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm really confused then. <laughs> hey, who is Chelsea Green in Impact then? She was. Uh, I think she was just Chelsea Green. Like she had the hot mess gimmick. I think. For a while. Right. Scarlet- was the smoke show. Yeah, yeah, she was kind of like the model. Oh, geez, I remember when when Scarlett Bordeaux was doing, like, the promo for Impact, and Mrs. Snowy walked into the room, and she's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing, oh, sweetheart. <laughs> uh, uh, I couldn't argue with her. You know, like, this, the, that was, that was, um, that character was definitely uh, Attitude Era, mm-hmm. you know, for sure, for sure, for sure. But with this, I'm 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 going to take Balor. I don't think they're putting it on Cross. But once again, here here I am thinking like an internet geek instead of a wrestling fan. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I so. I think they're going to put it back on Cross. I don't know. Like I'll and then with Cross as well. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm thinking long term here, and I think Carrion uh, Cross is going to get it at this takeover, and then the next takeover, Finn Balor is going to bring back the Demon to take on Carrion Cross. Whether or not the Demon can beat Carrion Cross will be the true true test of whether or not Carrion Cross is going to get like the the monster push that he seemed to have been getting before he separated his shoulder. So, yeah. Oh, hey. Long lacrosse. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be, how is TakeOver, will this be on the, the Peacock channel? Uh, yeah, night, night one is going to be simulcast on, it says on the USA Network and Peacock. I don't know if it's going to be on Sportsnet. I don't imagine why it wouldn't be. But okay. it's if, if it's going to be on the WWE Network, I'm just going to watch it on there because I I have a feeling there would be commercial interruptions if it was on Sportsnet. So yeah, so I'm, like I, I hope you get to watch it if it is on Sportsnet. 
But, yeah, yeah, or maybe I got I got to look into this peacock thing. Uh, I don't think Russ in the states. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I I already looked into it. Yeah, I already looked into it too after they announced that they were selling to uh, selling the network to Peacock. But yeah, it's strictly an American thing. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, so, yeah, those are our predictions for Takeover. For so Takeover. Now, yeah. So now we go to go on to night one of WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah. The first show in front of a live audience since the Raw after Elimination Chamber in 2020. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, unless you're counting NXT, they've had people for a bit. Oh, well, like a, I mean, yeah, I guess, but I'm talking like a, like a stadium or an arena with like thousands of people as opposed to like 12. (laughs) So, yeah. But like, I'm talking like a, a, a crowd that can actually, make a reaction that'll get your adrenaline pumping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily friends and family. But yeah, okay, I get your point. You're technically right. But this is the first WWE main roster show in front of actual paying fans since Raw after Elimination Chamber in 2020. But anyway, with that being said, here uh, here we go with the predictions. We got... Uh, uh, night one, we got Cesaro versus Seth Rollins in a singles match. Okay, with the, sorry, with this one, like I don't know, are the is is there any sort of angle with this or anything, or is this just you know there at one time they just had a match. This guy and this guy are good wrestlers. Get them in there and they'll have a they'll have a match. Or no, they're able to it because uh, when Seth Rollins came back. Uh, he had like the everyone was around the ring, and then they all kind of walked out on him when he started like bragging about him, like or how he wanted everybody to embrace the vision. And Cesaro was the only one left standing out there. And then like then, but then he started to leave, and then Seth got offended by it. And then they started scrapping, and yeah, then that became a whole thing. And that's how Shinsuke Nakamura got involved because they're they're still friends and former tag team partners, so. Yeah, there there is definitely an angle going on with this. It's not oh, just okay. two guys together. Um, I'm gonna. I don't know why, but I'm gonna. Maybe this might be an upset. I don't. I don't know, but I'm thinking Cesaro. Yeah, if it. I don't know if it's going to be the opening match on night one, but if it is. <laughs> It's going to be? Yeah. WWE yeah. that it's going to be opening match. All right. Then I'm going to go with Cesaro, too, because first first match back in a crowd, with a crowd, you kind of want them to... Start strong, yeah. Start strong yeah. with a base win. Yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's go with Cesaro. Claudio, yeah. Cast- Claudio Castagnoli. Good. Yeah. Versus Tyler Black. Yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. I guess that's all that's uh, Ring of Honor. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 Old Bonner, old PWG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I get it. People oh. hearing the names listening are like, who? Who's that? Oh, I'm sure there's some people listening. Uh, our, our listeners, they got their shit together. They know exactly what we're I talking hope so. about. Mm-hmm. You betcha. You betcha. I got nothing but confidence in our listeners. Yeah. 
This is this is like underground radio, man. You're gonna get underground listeners. Like, <laughs> That's great. That's yeah. Great. Okay, moving up the card here. We got uh, uh, Ron Strowman versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. <sighs> oh, okay. <laughs> what's, what's the build up to this? Why are they? Or are they in a cage just so that Shane O'Mac can jump off it? Probably. I but, went to his last man standing, so Shane could jump off the ship. Yeah, I thought I thought for sure Shane McMahon was jumping off the pirate ship at Raymond James Stadium, but who knows? That might still happen. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. Well, Ivan, yeah. let's put the steel cage on the pirate ship. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna go with Shane McMahon because it's well, it's Shane McMahon, and he's got help. So yeah, <laughs> there's that. Yeah, but I, he's gonna do something big so everyone can go. Oh, there's the big McMahon spot at WrestleMania and all that. Mm-hmm. But I, I see, I see Strowman winning. You do? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, 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 this is this is just it's just more of Shane McMahon versus the Big Show, or Shane McMahon versus Kane, or Shane McMahon versus insert big wrestler here well yeah well yeah that's it that's it exactly it's wrestlemania i gotta get my son out there he yeah can, he can do some shit yeah. look at me jump off this thing dad do you love me <laughs> <laughs> it would have been cool to see shane jump off the ship though yeah it would be It'd be but... really cool to see all mcmahon's retire from pro wrestling mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that would be really fucking cool yeah it would be. It would be cool to see Triple H take over the company. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Can't have everything, I suppose. Mr. <laughs> Man is going to live for another 75 years. Oh, God. <sighs> He's just going to be hanging out in an apartment with cockroaches and Keith mm. Richards. <laughs> yeah, there we are. <laughs> well, I don't want him to die. I just want him to sell it and go away, you know? Like, yeah. Okay. Well, but that that's that's a whole other turnbuckle talk after Snowy's had about six. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> and then then I'll tell you what I think about Vince McMahon. Yeah, the lips will be loose. <laughs> Peacock will have to edit it out. Oh yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> oh Peacock will see me coming and then yeah. okay, you ever, you ever seen like the omen? You know, when they went into the bedroom scene and all the crosses were all over the place, Peacock <laughs> would take one look at me and up, oh, break, break out the crosses for this fucking It'll guy. be like Roddy Piper's blackface promo, <laughs> then New <laughs> Jack, and then your opinion of Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the DX Nation thing, don't forget. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we're, yeah, we're getting a little off track here. Okay, next match. Uh, Raw tag team title match. New Day defends against AJ Styles and almost. I think it's kind of just seems like they're making this for almost an AJ Styles to win. Yeah. So really, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm going with AJ and the tall guy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. I I know. I'm I'm thinking like this is just like almost is his bodyguard. He's like the big Bubba Rogers. Yeah, he's right? the diesel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm kind of like, uh, are they really going to make them? Well, okay, but yeah, this is the raw tag titles. They don't place. Yeah, it's. I'm. I'm. I'm still. I'm sorry. I guess I'm still in 1984 when titles mean something. No, I, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> okay. 
but the way they been towards it, like especially like this past week on Raw, almost just like destroyed the New Day. So they're like I know he, I I know like almost is just another like giant Gonzalez, but mm. yeah, they're gonna use him to have AJ win uh, a tag team title so AJ can get his grand slam. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Wouldn't be anything that superficial, but uh, now I'm still gonna. As much as I like, not that I'm a fan of the New Day, like, but I'm gonna. They're my pick. I yeah, just, uh, yeah. All right, all right. Fair enough. I just think, yeah. I, I'm just thinking. I'm thinking they're just using this as a as a way to get almost over as a monster and to give AJ his grand slam before he retires. So, so yeah. That's yeah. That's that's okay. that's my line. All right. No, uh, th- I think both both have merit for sure. Okay. Uh, I wish I could skip this match, but oh, Bugs Bunny versus the Miz. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't. I can't think of two wrestlers. Okay, that I wouldn't want to watch. You know, the most between yeah. between Bunny here and the Miz, which who I've never really liked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome! Come on, Snowy. Okay, but the the Miz, whole... the Miz would be a good manager. I feel. Yeah. Like, whenever he like, he, he's he's gotten better in the ring since he started. That's for sure. Like, he's not amazing by any stretch of the imagination. But like, I definitely think of the like you got Damian Priest and John Morrison are the guys accompanying these guys to the ring. Who, in my opinion, would have put on a far better match. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. The bad money in the Miz. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, this is going to be a bathroom break match. But I think we all know who's going to unfortunately win this. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this is going to be Bad Bunny mm-hmm. with Damien Priest's help because if there maybe that you know there's there's speculation that. The like Bunny is there, you know, to help push, you know, to the the Latino market because no one in the U.S. is watching the product right now. So, mm-hmm. so that's probably the whole idea behind that. So I I can see Bunny winning with Priest's help. Yeah. Well, they are like, I'm pretty sure they just attached uh, Bad Bunny to Damian Priest to try and get Priest over as the next big Latin American star in the company. Cause oh, like, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like Ray's not getting any younger. Dominic is way too green. Uh, Andrade is gone and he was a failed experiment. Same with uh, Humberto Carrillo and, uh, and uh, Angel Garza. So yeah, that's <laughs> kind of seems the way they're going. Yep. Yep. So we're so, all taking, God, we're all taking bugs. We're all taking back. Fucking funny! Ah, uh, it's the safe. It's the safe pick. Say, like, yep, yeah. yep. All right, all right, yep. all right. This one will right. be. Oh, this match has started now. Everyone, let's go outside for a bit. I don't need yeah. this. <laughs> cool. I outside. almost wish I smoked. That way, I could go out for a smoke <laughs> break when fucking bunny is. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, okay. we, can just all, we can just all like go into your kitchen and just like chat and not watch the TV and be like, "Oh, is it over? Yeah, okay." 
Yeah, we can do that in front of the TV too. Just put it on mute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mute, yeah, who cares? <laughs> anyway, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Let's uh, move on to the next match. Yeah, yeah. I'm in too good of a mood to talk about fucking Bad Bunny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just going to piss me off. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Next match, we got uh, WWE title, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. I want to see Bobby Lashley hold the title for a long time because I love the push that he's getting right now, but it just seems too obvious that they're just giving this to Drew. Yeah. Oh, to make yeah. This is, yeah, this is to make... Yeah. Well, make up for last yeah. year. Lashley's whole run right now is to build up to switch it to Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. Yep. And then, I mean, they can rematch at the next pay-per-view and Bobby can win it back, but... Yeah, I guess. But. To make up for Drew last year winning it in front of nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, um, yeah. Unfor- I, I want Bobby to retain, but not going to happen. Got, got to go with McIntyre. Yeah, so we're all, all three of us are in agreement on McIntyre? Yeah. Okay. And the main event for night one is the SmackDown women's title, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. This is one of the Royal Rumble winner matches. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Bianca. Yeah. 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 It's, it's so obvious, you know, they're, they're pushing her, like, for sure. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and justifiable. Like, she seems like, like, I've, I haven't seen a lot of her, but I can see why they're giving her the push. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. So. Absolutely. And I, I, just think, hope I hope Charlotte Flair doesn't get shoehorned into it somewhere. Uh, well, okay. There's there's talk that the, she's she's got the corona going, right? Or the I think she's you know, recovered. yeah, she's recovered from that. But I don't know. Then there's talk that she may be pregnant, or one of the doctors told her she was pregnant, but she actually wasn't. And it's it's a whole shit show right now with her backstage. Oh, jeez. Well, of yeah. course it's a shit show. She's a flare. Yeah, so yeah. I was going to say, a flare causing shit backstage? That's that not fair so. for a flare. That's yeah. not fair for a flare. Well, <laughs> I wonder if she's ever said that during contract negotiations or oh. or, or booking meetings or something. Well, uh, well, that's not fair for flare. <laughs> <laughs> well, if she has, well, I'm sure she has, but I don't know. I hope for her sake that she hasn't. Uh, yeah, just leave leave that with the brain. Come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, I could do it without Charlotte Flair for a WrestleMania for just this once. If we if if there were if she if she's left off the card, I wouldn't be too bothered by it. Let's put it that way. No, yeah. No. Yeah. But anyway, gotta move on to night two. Okay. Yeah, night two. Uh, looks like the opening match is going to be for the U.S. title. Uh, Matt Riddle's defending against Sheamus. Uh, I like Sheamus in this one. I know he's already been U.S. champion multiple times. Or was it only once? I can't remember. I know he's held it at least once. But they kind of be they're, they kind of seem to be giving him a bit of a push right now. So I, I, think, uh, I think he's going to take it off Riddle. Uh, I don't know. They seem pretty high on Riddle. I think they're giving Seamus the, the push just just, just knock just yeah. knock him down. Fun. Oh, I haven't even thought of that. He's oh, high good on Riddle. Point. 
Yeah. Hi, Ian Riddle. Right now, Rob Van Dam is just like, he's listening to this and he's like, dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> why, yeah. Why didn't you see that? I'm just going to take this opportunity to say if Matt Riddle and Rob Van Dam don't have some kind of backstage interaction at WrestleMania, huh. I will be very disappointed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, why, why, why get up the next day? You know? Yeah. <laughs> the promo will just end with. Van Dam going, oh, I got something to show you in my trailer. Oh, cool. <laughs> Sweet, bro. <laughs> okay, okay. I just bought a uh, Cheech and Chong record earlier this morning. Okay? <laughs> so, hey, I wouldn't mind seeing Riddle and Van Dam as the new as the, as the new Cheech and Chong and going on tour. Just <laughs> do, got to do it. The, doing okay, that. I'd pay to watch that. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? Like the white, the white guy version of Cheech and Chong. That's right. <laughs> Call it Riddle and Rob. There we are. Riddle <laughs> and Rob. I hope, I, I hope about half of our listeners might be a little too young and are going, what the fuck are Cheech and Chong? What the hell are they talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. The kayfabe wrestling Facebook page just scared the shit out of everybody. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's an April Fool's joke, but breaking Uh-oh. news, Stephanie McMahon will be inducted. Oh, oh yeah, but that's coming. That's coming eventually. Yeah. Oh, God. And Shane and Vince. Yeah. Oh. Vince will be there, for sure. But yeah, and it'll, it'll just be like how they react to Shane's birthday post. Shane will get inducted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's not talk Happy about Happy birthday that. to the best daughter ever, blah, blah, blah. You're upsetting Happy me. birthday to the best Dominic. son-in-law yeah, yeah, ever, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Happy birthday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> moving, moving way past that. <laughs> we need to get... We need to get you... T- okay, uh, I, I pick Seamus. Snowy, you pick Riddle. Uh, Ducky, who do you pick? I'm going to go with Riddle as well. Riddle? Okay. All right. Uh, well, here's a match we've here's a match we've never seen before in the history of oh, time. Kevin Owens, he's Zane. <laughs> okay, why no, are they in El Generico? Get it right. All right. <laughs> why are they? What's going on with this? Oh, get... uh, okay. The backstory kind of is that Sami Zayn thinks that there's a big conspiracy against him and the company. He's got a documentary crew following him around. He was trying to get Kevin in on the whole thing because they're buddies or whatever. Right. And Kevin, Kevin was just kind of like, man, you're crazy. There's no conspiracy theory against you. Like, like you're just not easily. Like, you're just losing because you're paranoid. And so, yeah, Sammy turned on Kevin, started beating him up. And now they have a match at WrestleMania. OK, OK. I'm going to take Sammy Zayn. Yeah, he's the heel, right? Obviously, yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go he- for this one. Well, the heels kind of do to win one here. We're picking I, a I, lot of faces, so. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Nah, I'm I'm going to go with KO and then K- Yeah. Can- I'm going to go with Kevin Steen on this one. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's high five. Good. High five on that one, dude. Right on. <laughs> it's- it's Two Canadian gonna- boys. It's hard to choose, okay? Oh yeah, that's right too. Like what the yeah. hell? Yep, but that's, these these guys have had matches for however long. So yeah, for many times. 
See, they're just putting them against one another because Vince doesn't like Canadians, eh? Yeah. So no. he just, he just ah, look at those dumb Canucks beating each other up. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And then it'll probably be match of the night. Oh, <laughs> for oh sure. well, you would hope so, but but being... no, Vince will probably be like five minutes go. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, yeah, I think Sammy's gonna lose, and it's gonna play in more to the whole conspiracy theory things, like that he's going on w- about. So, yeah, I'm s- sticking with KO. Okay. Yep. All right. Next match: uh, Intercontinental Title, Big E versus Apollo Cruz. I said Apollo Cruz last time. I'm saying Apollo Cruz this time. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, because Big E is he's he's the baby face, right? Like he's. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I just don't like Biggie. Never did. Never liked the character. Nothing. Nothing. So I do. I'm, yeah, as as weird as it is that Apollo Cruz just all of a sudden has a Nigerian accent. Uh, I do what? like. Yeah. Oh, holy gee. Yeah, I do like his new. <laughs> He's doing his Yuha Nation gimmick again. Oh okay. oh, okay. Even though on the Indies, his name was Uha Nation, I believe. Mm. All right. Well, yeah. yeah, the whole, like, well, considering that when he was a babyface, he basically had zero personality. Like, he was a good wrestler, but with zero charisma or personality. Mm-hmm. I do like his, his heel turn and the way he cuts promos now with that accent is actually doing really a lot of good for him. Yeah. He's a, he's a believable villain now so yeah so but yeah with that said i'm gonna go with we're all going to go with apollo cruz for this one sure it's his time yeah yeah all right all right right so yeah next we got it's just as a singles match between the fiends and randy orton but i have a feeling this is going to become something else by the time wrestlemania rolls around i don't really see it being just a straight up one-on-one match. Right, right. They'll find John Cena locked in there. Yeah. Don't say the C word. No, the the only way I would accept that is if... But John's in Vancouver still, apparently, so we won't see him. Yeah. The only way I would accept it is if, like, if if Bray Wyatt got Randy into the funhouse and then, like, tried to pit those two together in some sort of match, be like, and he's like, and introducing for the 847th time, Randy Orton versus John Cena. And then John Cena, like, looking all disheveled with, like, a beard, just, like, looks around, and then he just, like, runs out of the funhouse, and there's, like, a John Cena-shaped hole in the wall. And then Bray Wyatt would turn around and go, hmm, yes, John didn't want to see that one either. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be so great. Oh. And then Randy can be like, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> you... I've been here. This is why you can't see me, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. But uh, that I'm would go- be hilarious. I would love that, actually. I'm I'm going to go with The Fiend for this one. Yeah. 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 Both both head and heart is saying The Fiend because I just don't like Randy Orton as the character. Know, person. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Well, even if, like even if it's not really Bray Wyatt, like I, th- I feel like if if it's not Bray Wyatt, then the actual Bray Wyatt probably coming back is like the old fiend might happen. I don't know. 
Right. Maybe it'll be a no contest, but I'm still just going to go with the fiend. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I have to give the horns to Alexa Bliss with this whole character and all that. Oh, like, yeah. is is she looking for work in Hollywood or something? Oh, and, and all that because, like, like okay, like okay, this is total, you know, uh, WWF script writer BS and all that, but. Okay, like if she's trying to book herself into Hollywood, she's doing a good job with mm-hmm. it because we know what she's like in real life. Okay, and I believe that she is that really, you know, that really coy, shy, good, good-hearted person in in real life because she plays she plays when like before all of this playing the psycho Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. okay, when she was just the cocky heel and all that, knowing, you know, that she, the type of person that she is, and she was able to pull off this amazing heel, like, you knew she was a good person, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, like, my, my, my whole point is when, and she'll probably retire from wrestling early while she can, while she still can, yeah, she still watch. She's yeah. not even so yeah. right, right. Yeah, she can definitely p- parlay what she's doing into mm-hmm. into Hollywood, and she well, would. Yeah, be I know. That. I know for a fact. Like I've heard nothing but good things about her. Like from other people. Like well, not people that I know, but like from right. like, interviews and stuff, saying that she's like the complete opposite of the character that she used to play uh, mm-hmm. on TV. And like, uh, and she's a huge, huge Disney fan. So it wouldn't surprise me if she's trying to get get into the realms of the Disney universe. Right, right, right. Have either of you guys seen? Speaking of Cena and all this, have you any of you guys seen the any trailers for the new Suicide Squad? No, I have not. Okay, I don't like Cena. Okay, I never, never really have, and all that. But from what I've seen, it's like okay. This is actually something that I would enjoy watching Cena in. I hope he has a really good movie career and he can stay out of the ring. Please go to the theater when that comes out and just be the one guy that goes, Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Who's it's the rock! It's the rock! (laughs) (laughs) Oh come on. That's that um that's that um that's that pebble guy, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Come on, the, the Rock's a way better actor than John Cena. Let's not kid ourselves here. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but there's no joke in that because mm-hmm. I've I've done that. I've said out loud in a in a movie theater, you know, like boy, that Dwayne Johnson, he really looks like <laughs> that wrestler, The Rock. <laughs> you know, and that's that's when Mrs. Snowy just rolls her eyes and it would have just been funny if someone looked at you and was like, Who's the rock? <laughs> you know, there, there are probably people, you know, young young people that have no idea who the rock is. Yeah, true. They just know him as the guy from mm. Jumanji or the guy from Rampage or the guy from Insert Movie Here. Right. The tooth Fairy. I don't know. <laughs> oh God, of, the fairy. Yeah, out of, out of all the wrestlers that have become actors, well, 
Well, I like The Rock has had a arguably better movie career than Hulk Hogan. Than everyone, yeah. <laughs> John mm-hmm. Cena. Uh, okay. Batista. I think Batista has had an equal uh, movie career to The Rock. I think. Well, but, there's an upcoming tur- turn turnbuckle talk here. Our favorite wrestler that have gone on to the big screen. Yeah. Who's, right. who's, who's, who's done what and if they've succeeded in our eyes. Mm-hmm. So get that going through your little brains, you guys. Okay. All right. Uh, final two matches. We got uh singles match for the Raw Women's title. Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. <laughs> okay. This is the match. This, yeah. if, if there's any reason for me to watch WrestleMania at all, it's this match. This is going to be a barn burner, and I yeah, I want to see this one, especially if it's the second to last match on the card, the <laughs> the whole card, like oh for sure, yeah, could be a show stealer, but and yeah, I'm gonna I agree with you, Ducky. I'm gonna go with Rhea on this one. Yeah, yeah, last year should have been her rest, her quote unquote WrestleMania moment. Yeah, but and I think this is going to be it this year in front of people. The, the two big, the two big c words stop that from happening: COVID and Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte is the other c word. <laughs> yeah. Three c word. He's the second one. Mm-hmm. True. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, we all know the other one. See you next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. And uh, the main event. Dun, dun, dun. Triple threat match for the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns defends against Edge and Daniel Bryan. Who you guys got? Edge. Uh, I, just, I, here's why I'm saying Edge. Okay. It's like, yeah, he's been he didn't wrestle for almost ten years. Come back in front of people, win it one more time. Have him pin Brian so it doesn't hurt Roman Reigns, and then have Reigns win it back at like SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, I can see that they brought Edge back and they gave him the big push, and here's you know your here's your big moment. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Edge, but there's gonna be some chicanery involved. It's not gonna mm-hmm. be clean. Because it's going to be, it's a triple threat match, so there's no DQ. So chairs will be involved. And I think D. is taking a headshot to the chair and he's going to go home for a while to be with his family. Yep. Or the, not, not, not a full on headshot. Well, isn't this his final run, too? He was saying. Yeah. Yeah. But his could, final like, full time run. His, yeah. But he could take some time off, come back later in the year, and then win next year's Royal Rumble. And then that could cap off his career. But I don't, yeah, I don't see him winning the match at Mania and having there be a repeat of WrestleMania 30 because that already happened and it was perfect. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Right, right. Well, really- do you really want to go back home to a Bella full time? Like, really? Like, I don't under- I don't blame the guy for. Bree, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nikki, no, not so much. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I'm. Taking edge, head, yeah. head, head, and heart. Yeah, and the end, boy. <laughs> Even though he lives in North Carolina. 
<laughs> okay, you're cut off too. Hey, hey, that gets me every time when Kenny Omega. So I don't, I don't understand that. I don't, I don't, I don't it, get it. It's a Michael Jordan reference because, like, whenever Michael Jordan would come out when he played for the Bulls, they would say because he's from North Carolina, okay. I think. So yeah, but that's what it's in reference to is like the 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 announcer at the Chicago Bulls games would introduce Michael Jordan all by himself because he was the big the big star. Right. So Kenny Omega is just kind of like uh, playing off that and just like shoehorning North Carolina in there somewhere. But Justin Roberts just does it so perfectly. Oh yeah, it, it's it sounds great. I just didn't yeah. I didn't understand it because it's like we know that Omega is a good Winnipeg boy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, like so. What the? Oh, what's the connection? Are, aren't the Hardys from North Carolina? Like, uh, yeah, you know, like I. Uh, it's just every. There's just so much about AEW that just Joe and Jane Average just aren't going to understand. No, and, it's internet wrestling fans, but hey, you know who else is from North Carolina? Cameron Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that every opportunity I get. <laughs> okay. Uh. Uh. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's, yeah, those are our predictions for WrestleMania week. No, not weekend, week. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. okay. So four, four nights of the WWE product, two will be outstanding. Uh, the other two <laughs> have the potential to be good, but I don't think... Hate and miss. Yeah, there's there's some stuff that I I would watch. I would definitely watch Lashley and McIntyre. Okay, and I for sure for sure Oscar versus versus Ripley. That's going to be out of all the WWF stuff for this week. That's probably going to be the show stealer. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, looking forward to that. Um, before we kind of get on with a couple of things that we want to talk about, I kind of cleansed my palate because, as you will recall, I didn't think very highly of the last AEW pay per view. Was it Revolution? Yeah. Yeah. I, re- <laughs> I really wasn't. Very impressed. I wasn't very impressed about the mighty having, explosion. <laughs> having, to, having to drop fifty bucks for that, I, w- I wasn't very happy. So when I had the opportunity, and it was kind of like when the NWA pay per view back for the attack. Okay, I missed it the first time. I think they aired it on a Saturday night. Okay. I believe I don't have the date here, and I di- I didn't I didn't catch it Saturday night. It kind of it kind of slipped my mind, and then I noticed like just on the TV guide on like the the the, the electronic guide on the TV mm-hmm. three three o'clock this afternoon. Oh, at NWA but back for the attack. Oh, they're re they're rescheduling they're re airing it for someone who might have missed it. Okay. okay, twenty bucks. Holy shit! Okay, I- I'm down. I'm down. Like okay, for sure, for sure. So, being an NWA mark myself, you know, I shelled I shelled up to twenty bucks, and I'm glad I did. It was actually a really 
cool show. Um, there really was only there. There was only like six matches. Okay, and the roster for the NWA has just been gutted. Yeah, yeah. you know, with 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 the in with the inactivity, and I guess Billy Pumpkin said, "Okay, you guys got to work and all that. Go ahead, go and do what you're going to do for what for what they had. I thought they put." On a really cool show, um, some of some some of the highlight, of course, the the main event, Nick Aldis defended against Aaron Stevens, singles match for the NWA World Title, and this was definitely one of the highlights for for the whole show because it it basically because we lost um, the question mark, we lost Josephus, yeah. Who, who had passed who had passed away and, and you could tell okay like you 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 can tell when someone passed away like like when Owen Hart passed away everyone was gutted everyone was you know every, 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 everyone was sad and and distraught when some other rest some other rest wrestlers pass away you know some people are like well you know that's too bad yeah okay but when you go above and beyond to pay tribute to someone like they did to the question mark for Yo for Yosephus, it just shows goes to show just how loved he was because uh, they gave him the ten bell salute after the world title match. Everyone piled into the ring with the Ongrovian uh, flag. I think that was Yosephus's wife that was holding the flag. Every, every, everyone kind of piled into the ring to pay tribute and all that. And the promo that Aaron Stevens put on, like it was kind of twofold. He paid tribute to his fallen friend. And you could tell like it, he was legit choked up. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, and he had to switch gears or honestly, he was going to start crying, you know. And obviously, with everything going on in my life right now, I don't blame him. I've cried mm. way too much the last couple of years, you know, with with everything going on and losing family and friends and all that. So my heart, my heart went out to him, and I have a whole new, amazing respect for Aaron Stevens. Now, mm. I I think the whole karate and mongo mong. <laughs> You know, I, I, I think, yeah, I think that shit is done, and yeah. I think this is a good way to start the new Aaron Stevens. You know, it was absolutely fantastic, and and it was a great match. All this ended up successfully defending the title, which I'm kind of good with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the main event was amazing, as was Camille versus Thunder Rosa. Okay, they, oh yeah, they, yeah. Like Camille's a star. Okay, when she gets the proper push and enough TV time, okay. Some some people she's they might say, well, I remember her when she was known as China. She's just shorter with blonder hair and all that. Well, I don't think that's necessarily fair because I think no. Camille's got a lot more going on. Than China did, and it de- it definitely showed with her match against th- her uh, th- against the Thunder Rosa, 
which was a singles match to determine the number one contender to Serena Deeb's NWA World title. They were kind of booking this. The story behind this match was Thunder Rosa had just had that brutal uh, unsanctioned lights-out match against uh, Britt Baker in Mm -hmm. AEW. Just three days ago or whatever it was, Thunder Rosa had this brutal match, and now here she is. She's in there with Camille, you know, the next-generation star and all that. They put on a hell of a match, and Camille ended up going over. And with that idea and all that, that was the perfect choice. Uh, definitely i really i really dug uh tim storm on on color commentary and i really marked out during the women's match when they brought taryn terrell back out okay she she, yeah yeah she came out of retirement after after three years and she was just she was just doing doing commentary but man i got really excited and totally marked out Oh yeah, they didn't have her coming back to Impact too. Um, hmm. That that would be fantastic too. Like like put aside. Okay, the last time we saw Terrell, she was doing the dollhouse gimmick, and it was really piss poor and all that. But what I will always remember her for was her amazing series of matches with Gail Kim. Mm-hmm. Okay, those matches in TNA. Okay, were the were the highlight. Of of the whole league at that time, and they're the blueprint now of Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. You know because they. they oh, you said other keywords. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Those two had this amazing, amazing ser- series of matches that just it like it, it. Never mind women wrestling. Like a lot of guys sh- should have, you know. Per- perked up and paid attention. So I hope they bring her back, heel, face, whatever, just get her back in there against against Camille, against Thunder Rosa, against whoever they want to put in front of her. But it's, I just want to see that amazing work rate. She'll do really good in the impact. And AEW has a pretty good women's roster as well. And, you know, if they just keep her in, Bring bring her in on the straight and narrow, okay? It would definitely, uh, you know, could definitely contribute. And I really dug. They brought out Austin Idol. Yeah, he was doing the on on uh, on NWA Power. He was doing those those fake fake commercials <laughs> and, yeah. and and all that. But he's a legend. You know, like he's definitely one of those territory guys that I that I grew up watching, and it was just fantastic. I got really excited over that as well. So yeah, Be- between those two amazing matches, Trevor Murdoch is back defending the NWA national title, and um, Elijah Burke drew with uh, Tom Latimer, who was Bram in TNA. Mm-hmm. They're def- they're doing the best with what they've got, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to bring in the future. So, horns up, horns down. I have to give back for the attack. The horns up. It was wait, it was, wasn't Bram? Isn't Bram Jackson Riker in WWE? 
I, I don't think know. so. I'm not sure. I'm, because <laughs> what I just saw, uh, apparently WWE released the names of superstars for that Andre the Giant Battle Royal Friday, and Jackson Riker's name was on there. No, Bram is not is not Jackson Riker. Yeah, that doesn't. I don't think that he okay. As long as Charlotte's in the in the WWE, I don't think they're bringing Bram in. There's well, been, yeah, that's right. They had a thing. Yeah, well, they were married. They, and, they were married for two years. It says yeah, it says here. Yeah, and it didn't it didn't end well. Mm. And act, act, extra horns for Latimer for coming out to a with a uh, summoning the Lich T-shirt as well. We know he's 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 a legit metal brother. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I th- I think that Billy Pumpkins is just an old school Dawkins fan. Oh. Okay, because the, the the theme song "Into the Fire," you know, was the theme for for, for power, and and now back for the attack. That was that was, that was a Dawkins album title. If anyone is wondering, the fuck are, who? What's what's a Dawkins? <laughs> what the hell are they talking about? Well, they were this amazing hard rock, hair metal, whatever you want to call them, band in the 80s. And they did the Into the Fire theme song. Okay? So every once in a while, you have to let us be who we are away from <laughs> the uh, away from the wrestling world as well. That's kind of the idea of this show. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, they, they did so. Right before the pandemic, they did switch the theme song to "I'm Broken" by Pantera. I think. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, well, you you guys get a chance to see it anywhere, you know? Um, yeah, NWA is back to the tack. You're going to want to check it out. Right on, man. It it's not going to be available on Peacock, and at <laughs> at, at, at this rate. There's not going to be a whole hell of a lot of anything else on Peacock. Yeah, it's been scrubbed. <laughs> I forgot. I just remembered also every Triple H promo from his feud with Booker T. Edited it out. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't really need to get into any uh, backstory or anything as to what we're talking about. Because by now, everyone who's listening to this knows, okay, Peacock is definitely they're kind of like uh you know it's 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 2021 it's a whole new it's a whole new era and all that there was a lot of stuff in the attitude era that just you know isn't going to uh pass muster this this day and age no, no the, the standards and practices are scrubbing yeah <laughs> that's right that's right. The the right to censor, okay, <laughs> faction or gimmick has actually become a real thing. But I was thinking about, okay, is this really censorship? Is it is it censorship if you're doing it with your own product? Uh, okay, because okay, well, because okay, when I was when when I was a kid. Okay, when you know, I I went through the whole video nasties thing where uh, England had banned a whole bunch of horror movies, like fifteen of them, and they dubbed them the video nasties. And then a couple years later, the heavy 
metal world suffered the whole PMRC witch hunt against heavy metal and, you know, other sort of pops that pop music that the Washington wives, okay, a bunch of politicians' wives decided, like, I don't like Madonna. I don't like Twisted Sister. No one else should <laughs> as well. And so that was a whole thing. That was censorship, you know, in the, that was, that that was oh no it's about the children it's family values oh no fuck off tipper it's about censorship that's all it is but that is a group going after artists okay right with peacock though like this is their product and they're self-censors they're they're you know they're editing their own content so is do you guys feel like that is censorship in the truest form i feel that it's like revisionist history in some sort of way right like i've always been under the belief that if you like try to rewrite history you're only doomed to repeat it right so like i don't necessarily agree with a lot of these things that they're like editing from a moral standpoint like i know DX dressing in blackface was wrong. I know Roddy Piper putting on the half blackface was wrong. I know Triple H and Booker T's feud revolving around. Well, I actually have no problem with that revolving around it being like race related. My problem with that is that Triple H won and he was the racist. That's the problem. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. But Uh like my opinion, like what Disney's doing with a lot of their content that wouldn't uh, pass standards and practices nowadays is they're putting disclaimers at the beginning of things, reminding people that this is not uh, where they stand morally in this day and age. But at the time, it was like the line was at a different spot. Mm-hmm. So, like the old New Jack promos from when he worked for Net, when they were like, this network has doesn't agree with everything <laughs> that New Jack said. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. Yes, I... I got so excited just going to what you were saying, Matt. I I got so excited when the Disney Channel put up all of the Muppet Show. Like I grew mm-hmm. up watching the Muppet Show. I and just just today I've I've been binging, you know, the first couple seasons of this. And yeah, every once in a while, if there's a race related joke, that episode it stays in, the content stays in, but you see the disclaimer. And yeah, all, and. And, and all that. And I think that's probably the way to go. Give 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 people the heads up, okay? mm-hmm. but kind of keep it for educational purposes for 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 context. I remember the the Tom Sawyer novel, the one character oh, yeah. named named and, Jim. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm not using the whole word and all that. Obviously, I know, I know. <laughs> but there would have been English teachers back. Back when when I was a teenager, that you know, okay, it has that word and that's bad, but you know, for the time, you know, it's reflective of the time, and <laughs> I certainly wouldn't be backing anyone to literally burn a book, okay? Because who burned books in 1945? <laughs> Christian conservatives, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so did Nazis. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's you know, right. during the Second World War. <laughs> okay, so so yeah, I I kind of think that's the way to go. Yeah, like I don't I don't agree with completely removing stuff 
because they, yeah, like you don't, then you don't learn from it. You're trying right. to like act like it never happened, but it did happen. Right. People know what happened. And like, yeah, like I, I always view, I always view stuff like that, like movies, TV show content, uh, music. They're kind of like snapshots in time for when they happened. Right. And like, yeah, again, not necessarily saying that I agree with most of the stuff that happened back then nowadays, but it happened. Mm-hmm. And to remove it is just, I don't know. It, yeah, it is like very much, uh, in a way, censorship, very Fahrenheit 451, burning burning books, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, and, and sorry, and for me as well, with, with our brother show, Radioactive Metal, there, there are just some metal artists. Okay, like, I don't want, you know, Varg Vickerness. That scumbag will never be on my show. No, and John Schaefer from Iced Earth. Yeah, like there are just some some people that I just don't want on the show and I don't want to support and all that. And because it's my choice on my show, I don't think that's censorship. No. If 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 I were to interview one of them and some rights group or whatever were to pick it were to picket radioactive metal and try to have it banned, you know, contacting, you know, all of my servers, you know, for, for the podcast and it's aired on pure rock radio. If they gave boss rich a hard time, you know, okay, then that's censorship mm-hmm. and all that. One of the things I definitely have no problem though, is them editing Vince McMahon's N word skit. Yeah, from because that was just stupid. <laughs> well, like the fact that he said it, he said it to John Cena, and then <laughs> and then he walked by Booker T and his wife. Right. Uh, right. And the whole the whole the whole reason for doing that is just because Vince thought that would be funny, and that John Cena was like still kind of in his rapper gimmick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so he tried to be hip and controversial and, you know, you know, and it just, it was just, it made no sense. And it was just, it was just stupid, you know, and it made all wrestling fans just look dumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, I don't take that shit out just because it was dumb. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I, I know, like uh, going back to like the promos that Triple H had with uh, Booker T leading into WrestleMania 18. Like it's like I said, like I don't have any problem with there being a storyline involving Triple H being a racist. But like I said, just have Booker T win. Like yeah, yeah, like oh, that whole that whole thing bugged the piss out of me. Where he like normally. Sorry? Yeah, all, all like all the things involved in it, like Triple H throwing towels at Booker T in the bathroom, saying things like saying that he had nappy hair, bringing up his criminal past, saying things like "people like you don't become oh. champion." Like it's just like like I have no problem with that from a storyline perspective of him playing a character, but just have him lose for fuck's sakes. Yeah, yeah, and and it was Wrestle Fucking Mania. The, yeah. the the face always like they leave WrestleMania, you know, on a high note. Hulk Hogan, you know, always always <laughs> one WrestleMania. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, okay. That that's a whole other thing. Okay. Since you want to talk about okay, isn't 
it, it isn't Hulk Hogan and Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil. Okay, I knew there was a Titus in there. I couldn't remember his last name. Aren't they the hosts of WrestleMania? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> like the first thing they announced, or the first thing that entered my head when they announced that was this was was Hulk. Okay, you know you know what works for me, brother. If I come out here with one of these Negroes, okay, and uh-huh. and make it look like we're friends and all that, and you know that'll really help me with my uh, uh you know, my public persona. Yeah, yeah. and Titus is gonna ask him who's gonna win between Bobby and Drew. He's gonna be like, "Well, I'm gonna have to go with Drew." <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, the whole thing just reeks of damage control on, on on Hogan's part. Yeah, it's basically WWE's and Hulk Hogan's way of saying, "See, I'm not racist. I have a yeah, black." Yeah, see, yeah, I yeah. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah, I'm not racist. This okay. Whenever you hear someone say, "I'm not racist," but okay, when you it's, hear when you hear the but, yeah, okay. You know there is going to be some fucking racist shit coming out of that person's mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. him like, <laughs> you the eyebrow right as soon as they say butts, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> A rock eyebrow, you're just like, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think this is Hogan's way of saying, yeah, I'm not racist. Now, what's going through Titus O'Neil's? Hey, when they first brought this to his attention and said, here, here, we got something for you to do. Yeah, I imagine he had his, I imagine he must have opposed to it at some point, but uh, I I can only assume he's just like grinning and bearing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's no way. Like the the whole time. Keep your job, work with Hogan. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, well, maybe if it's if 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 it's live, maybe he'll break kayfabe, and that'd be awesome. I don't know. Like, with any luck, won't. maybe since New Jack is coming back, maybe New Jack will come out and <laughs> New Jack <laughs> from an ICW show just shows up at Mania and stabs him. That'd be great. Who did he get in here? <laughs> We already have one of them here. Why? Why oh. is there another one? <laughs> Jesus, ah. that would be a Hogan line. Yeah, that uh, would be a Hogan line. Yeah, yeah. Okay, work with one of them. Okay, I'm starting to feel dirty. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what kind of? I guess we're gonna kind of. <laughs> I don't even know what kind of. Oh, yes, we're and segue. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Segway. Twenty years ago, WCW was bought by WWE. Oh, that's right. That's right. This is kind of the anniversary. Where were you guys when it was announced? Like Vinnie Mac walked out onto. Do you guys remember this? Were you guys old yep. enough? Were yeah. I was how old. Would I I would have been fifteen when this, or just I would have been fourteen still, like just shy of fifteen. Right. I yeah. was eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember hearing the news that it had been bought out. Uh, it didn't really click with me until it actually started to happen. Like, I didn't, 
get any channels when I was a kid uh, that where I could watch Nitro live. Mm-hmm. So I only I only watched Raw. I didn't actually watch the simulcast, flipping back and forth between channels. So I could only watch Raw and like. Yeah, I was still living in my parents' house, still going to high school, and I was. And this this was actually the go home raw before Mania X Seven. So yeah, so, so that I, was weird I too. Yeah, but yeah, like I was. Yeah, I was just sitting in the TV room, uh, eating my dinner, and watching Raw by myself. And yeah, like watched it all go down. And the second Shane McMahon appeared on Nitro, I was just like. All right, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they're obviously this momentous occasion has now shifted from a momentous occasion to just another WWF storyline. Yeah, like, uh, of course, like, I guess maybe back then I kind of like looked at the whole thing through rose colored glasses because I was just like, yeah, this is cool. All these guys I remember watching on Thunder are now on Raw and SmackDown. But it's just like looking back, I was like, oh, that was actually used very poorly. <laughs> like, oh, geez. The whole invasion angle was just yeah. brutal. Like, yeah. if, yeah, like if it would have been like instead of Shane and Stephanie, would it have been uh, Bischoff and Heyman? Yeah, it would have been a lot better. Like seeing imagine seeing Heyman, Bischoff and McMahon all in the ring together. Mm-hmm. That would have worked better. It even it would have worked even better if they actually were able to work together while there was still a WCW. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if if Vince McMahon walked out during the height of Nitro, if he would have walked out on a Nitro, you know, an end like uh, when and, Bischoff and, challenged him to a fight. Yeah, 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 but actually make it. Like actually, the the two federations working together for a grand Super Bowl pay per view, mm-hmm. that would work. And they tried to, they that's what they tried to do, you know, when they started to own everything. And once you own everything, like you really don't have any opposition then. And they just dropped the yeah. whole ball with the invasion angle because it just wasn't going to work because you didn't have you 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 didn't have the names. And everyone knew that the WWF owned it, anyways. Yeah, you had the you had the mid carders. Yeah, like you had all the guys, <laughs> you know, all the all the guys that didn't have AOL Time Warner contracts that were paid to sit at home. Well, that's just it. Yeah. What 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 old Vinnie Mac had to do was say, take 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 your buyout. We'll we'll reimburse you the rest of your contract, and then. Come with us. Come to us. We'll we'll have this kick-ass angle, which will be great, great for business and all that. And then we'll renegotiate a new contract with you guys because it'll be big business and it'll be worth it. But you know, that's not the way it was. A lot of the WCW guys just didn't want to work. I guess they just they didn't want to play ball. Yeah, sure. A lot of them felt skeptical about even like going near Vince McMahon. Knowing that he didn't create them, and right? Yeah. Well, how am I going to be used? Yeah, this, and this then, doesn't work for me, brother. Then all the other guys just kind of had to go along with it because they were now technically WWE employees because their contracts were bought. Right. And I also want to point out 
Do you know how much Vince McMahon bought WCW and all of its assets for? It was only like two million bucks or something like that. Or... Four, four million. Wow. But See, when, yeah. When when WCW was shopping around trying to find someone to acquire it before Vince McMahon swooped in, you know what they were asking? Four hundred million dollars. Oh. Hmm. Vince McMahon bought WCW for one hundred of the asking. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah well they were they were hoping to pawn it off on some sucker well they were they were destitute like they didn't have any any other choice like mm-hmm. they were yeah and then when they didn't have when no one was biting the lure and all that they said okay vince here take it what here whatever you've got yeah. you know pennies on the dollar he, he acquired uh-huh. in all of its assets mm-hmm. except certain wrestlers entrance music which technically belonged to TNT and TBS. Yeah, because they had their own canned music for a lot of things. Yeah, like GDP's music was just a ripoff of Smells Like oh. Teen Spirit. God. Chris Jericho's yeah, <laughs> uh, theme was a ripoff of uh, Even Flow by Pearl Jam. So, like, on any of the network stuff that where you watch that, I don't even know what DDP's music is on the network, but I know Jericho, they dubbed in uh, Break Down the Walls for all of his old WCW stuff. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Especially when you know, yeah, okay, that that they're trying to bullshit you. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I don't even know if Sting had uh, Seek and Destroy on any of the network stuff. I haven't checked that out. I don't think he would. No, but, they would. They wouldn't touch yeah. that. No. Yeah. no. The one time I would actually applaud Lars for for going after someone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> all right. That's uh, yeah. yeah. We've probably done more yakking about things that aren't directly pro wrestling and all that, and we're probably going to continue that some more in terms like with with to this week's uh, turnbuckle talk because the Hall of Fame, the WWE Hall of Fame, really. Like, has it got anything to do with wrestling? Like, what's happening in the ring or anything like that? It's definitely um, something that I want to get into. First first of all, how do you guys see this so-called Hall of Fame? Like, what, do you, what do you see it as? Uh, well, assuming as they put the great Paulie in. Um, well... Like he he does he is a former world champion, but literally anybody and everybody gets into the Hall of Fame. Like that's mm-hmm. like if you appear in a couple Donald of Donald Trump's in it. Donald Trump, Andrew Carey, and Pete Rose, and yeah, guys who aren't even remotely wrestlers. Bob Barker, I think, is in it. I don't know. I think, <laughs> but Kid Rock is in the celebrity wing. Like it's yeah. There was rumors that they were putting William Shatner in. Like, uh, yeah, no, they are. Yeah, they they announced that. Yeah, yep. And I was the whole, the whole time I was scouring my brain as to when was Shatner ever part of. He was a guest wrestling? host. Yeah, he was a guest host on Raw one episode. That's it. Just no wonder I couldn't think of anything. Yeah, just one. Yep. Then why isn't Ozzy in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, where's Ozzy? Alice Cooper? Where is? Fucking Lemmy. 
Okay, considering Vince is still alive, he won't let Triple H put his metalhead print. In. Yeah, I guess the second Vince Vince dies, Lemmy is going into. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and for for our non heavy music fan listeners, if there are any, Lemmy was the vocalist for the heavy metal band uh, Motorhead, mm-hmm. which did, <laughs> did huh? what? You know, which what? did you know? What? Uh, he did like Motorhead did like three of. Uh, Triple H's ring entrance songs. Yeah, he did the uh, game. Yeah, the game, Line in the Sand, King of Kings, King of Kings. That was it. And they didn't they perform live on Raw once or they did Mania twice. Yeah, oh, okay. both times Lemmy was very unintelligible <laughs> with his vocals. <laughs> Definitely wasn't singing what he's saying on the recording. Ah, it's yeah. the bottle of Jack Daniels every day. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I. I know. I. I'm. I'm convinced. I could never be an alcoholic because oh. working, ready, work, working our our brother show and all that. I've seen a lot of musicians that are full fledged alcoholics, and I'm like, I, I. I can't live like that. There's no way. The vocalist of I Hate God. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But like with with yeah. Lemmy was another degree. It was like. Lemmy's doctor told him he needed to drink more water, so he just started putting ice in his Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> that is very Lemmy-ish. Why yeah. would that be me if I'm older? I was like, at that point, it's fucking like, I don't know. Yeah, right. yeah. When you're when you're in your seventies or whatever, like, why not? Why not? I don't know. Like when I'm when I'm in my seventies, I just might start smoking cigars and drinking every day. Like, why not? Who knows? Yeah. You got nothing to lose at that point. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this this week's turnbuckle talk, I kind of want to get in to the Hall of Fame here. They announced both this year. Okay, last year there was because of the whole Carino, there was no twenty 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 Hall of Fame, right? No, 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 no ceremony. No, right, no. right. So. This this year, they're inducting everyone mm-hmm. from 2020 and the new nominees. How are you guys about that? Well, I suppose if you got it, like, I don't think there was a, a ceremony is 100% necessary. But I guess if, if they, if I, uh, it's kind of a double-sided coin there. It's, I don't, I don't think it's necessary, but if, in order for the people to give their speeches, you kind of have to have it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, I guess that you got to kind of give them their moment. You got to let them say their piece just so long as it's not fucking Hillbilly Jim's speech. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's still He's still talking to the He's dad. still going on. <laughs> I remember yeah. watching that. I remember actually watching that and, like, trying to be, like, like fake interest for as for what he was saying. And he kept on saying Every time he'd say, and that man's name was someone I've never heard of in a million fucking years. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, Jim's like, is this, why doesn't WWE have an orchestra that plays like at the Oscars? <laughs> like, yeah. when, it, when it's time to wrap it up or yeah. the, or the old cartoon with the, with, with, with the hook when they want to pull yeah. someone off the stage, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, could, they could have done that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand though. Okay. If they didn't have the 2020 hall of fame why not make 
that roster the 2021 in inductees instead of doing two at once to because they probably already have the rings made yeah they yeah they probably already had the rings made and they probably didn't want there to be that big gap in the in the annals of history you know so here's the 2019 class and here's the 2021 class like hey but what about hey we don't talk about that (laughs) Uh, no 2020 (laughs) didn't happen yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I've got the list of what I think are all of both years. The first. Okay. We'll, we'll go through the 2020 not, or inductees, starting with Bradshaw. 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 I completely yeah. forgot the um, I definitely, yeah, he's he's deserving for what he did in the ring. But he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, it's just, and the thing that just makes me shake my head about Bradshaw uh, is, you're right, in real life, he's an asshole, okay? I know he's everyone a- brings it up, but when he's shot on Blue Meanie at One Night Stand, just because. Right. Because like, yeah, he didn't like him, you'd bully people backstage. Right. Yeah. So now you're basically inducting Bradshaw. Okay, what they should have done was fired his ass a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like when when this when this shit was going on, and if you were a rationally thinking person, this goes to show what's going up in the headbone of Vin, of old Vinnie Mac. There, headbone was something my dad said, by the way. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, it just it just goes to show what Vince is thinking, like. He's re- rewarding this fucking bully who should have been shit canned years ago. Yeah, and then WWE turns around and has the Be a Star campaign about Be anti- a star, Yeah, okay, okay. What's going on? You know, behind the scenes, it's just like I just everything, everything that the WWF does, I just, I just don't buy. Okay, yeah. when they when they do the meet the troops, you know, or support the troops or or whatever that is, that's. that's group. Yeah. Oh, that's just pandering. It is. It is. It you is. know, <laughs> the whole the whole Connors cure. You know, yeah. On uh, that's that's PR. That's that's all that is. And I see through that bullshit so much. One hundred percent. Oh God. Yeah. Ah. So in ring, yeah. Okay, you got to give it to Bradshaw, but. Uh, about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like he's yeah. And I will never forget though, speaking of one night stand, I will never forget that line that Paul Heyman dropped on him. Was that when he said, The only reason you were WWE champion for an entire year is because Triple H didn't want to work on Tuesday nights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The look, the look on JBL's face was just mm. Priceless. Because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about the British Bulldog? As oh, a, I guess as 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 a solo because okay because it's British Bulldog as in Davy Boy Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, okay, I can understand the British Bulldogs plural the tag team one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Right. 
I can understand that. Do you think Davy Boy Smith had a big enough career? And this is all, you know, like fucking Coco Beware went into the Hall of Fame the first year, which, you know, I'm never going to wrap wrap my brain around that. So, yeah, like there's really no real rhyme, rhyme and reason. But I think Bulldog's career as as solo is a good example uh, that makes for debate as to whether or not it's it's hall of fame he had that amazing match at SummerSlam with bret hart in wembley arena for the at SummerSlam for the intercontinental title outside of that you know like is is his solo career you know hall of fame worthy what do you think and also and also like the fact that bret hart carried him through that match because he had just apparently had just come uh, come down from a fucking crack cocaine binge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. Couldn't remember yeah. what they had planned out. So, <laughs> like, uh. yeah, like, as far as being, like, I don't know, like, he's he's uh, definitely a household name, and he's had his fair share of championships, but, like, I would say, yeah, put him in, but, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I would, yeah, I would say yes, absolutely, because he's like household name. He was a good worker in the ring. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a shame that he had to leave us too soon. Oh, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, because like he came back for that little bit. He won the hardcore title, then dropped it, and then a week later he was dead. It's like what? Yeah, Holy shit. Yeah, it was definitely a shocker for sure. Yeah, yeah, and of course, uh, in a lot of ways, good, good, good good Canadian boy as well, because he got his start, you know, with Stu's stampede wrestling and all that. Like he'll always be an honorary Canadian in my book. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he's from winter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. Okay. This is, this is where people get tripped up. Okay. Because yeah, it, it's the, it's the WWE hall of fame, but Abdullah the Butcher, I think, is in the, yeah, the Hall of Fame. The Fabulous Freebirds are in are in the Hall of Fame. They hardly had anything to do with the WWF at all throughout throughout their careers. Liger came in and wrestled Tyler Breeze. I think that's the only thing he did. Right, right. So oh. what what this is ba- what this basically is is it's an all encompassing Hall of Fame. Okay, all all of pro wrestling, but it's our show. We have to put our stamp on it, and so they cancel one another out. If you call it the WWE WWF Hall of Fame, then theoretically, shouldn't you only have WWF wrestlers in in it? Like it's just yeah, like but now that. Since they own WCW and all of its properties, and if anybody has ever like even once like come across a WWE ring, it's just like yeah, put him in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So being if guaranteed now in about like five or ten years, they're gonna put that idiot Bad Bunny in. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the in the celebrity wing. And all, and if they all, do it yeah. next year, that's a waste of time. Oh God! So, don't, yeah, don't put, don't put it out there, dude. Come on, <laughs> don't, put it, don't put it out there. Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. If it's an all-encompassing thing, then I I think Liger should be in in a but, wrestling Hall of Fame. Yeah, Liger should yeah. be in a Hall of Fame. Period. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, as far as WWE Hall of Fame, no, it doesn't make any sense for him. Not at all. Not at all. Um. The NWO. The New uh, World Orb. New, 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 new. world. <laughs> yeah. uh, to, this day, to this day, they're probably still selling New World Order t-shirts. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see someone with an NWO shirt. Well, I saw some some people walk in with NWO shirts at Giant Tiger every once in a while. I was just like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> we can be friends. Yeah. yeah. This this definitely makes sense. Like. I believe it's it's Hogan Nash, um, Hogan Sc- Hall. Scott Hall, and their little lackey um, Dix. <laughs> six. Six. One yeah. two. <laughs> X, one two three. Kid, the Lightning Kid, Sean Waltman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This this makes sense because it was the NWA that whole angle. Okay, that really, while the um, the Monday Night Wars started, you know, when Nitro went on the air opposite of Raw and Lex Luger jumped ship back to Nitro and all that. That was that. Okay, the war was on then. Mm-hmm. Okay, they brought out the big guns in that war with the NWO angle and, and all that. So once again, an encompassing Hall of Fame. Those four re- representing the NWO is definitely Hall of Fame worthy. Yeah, like even though like that, like that group, like as it was, wasn't part of. Well, like the WWE version of the NWO paled in comparison to the WCW version. Uh-huh. No, it wasn't even a comparison, really. But yeah, it's. I definitely do agree that they need to go into the Hall of Fame because it was a, it was a groundbreaking groundbreaking group. Mm-hmm. Uh, time and it really like spiked the popularity of professional wrestling uh, at a point where it really needed it and it was yeah it was definitely definitely agreed, much agreed. Much needed. Yeah, yeah and I guess the last of the 2020 I guess you know they have to have a certain quota you know they have to have someone that's deceased they have to have someone that's not white they have to have a female. And I guess last year's, okay, was, oh, God, the Bella Twins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barf. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all right. Our personal opinions of the Bellas aside, I never understood it. Yeah, they're pretty, but, you know, I, we personally know lots of pretty girls, okay? Yep. Uh, so what makes them, you know, even be- better than any other pretty girl? Why are they on my TV every week? I just, I just never understood it's, the thrill of the Bellas. It's because they were, they're being credited as kind of bridging the gap between the divas era and the women's revolution. I think. I don't personally agree with that. I think I think Trish Stratus and Lita were more responsible for that. 
Oh yeah. Once yeah. once Trish Stratus actually learned how to wrestle and all that, she yeah. was amazing. Like she she took to that, you know, like 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 a fish to water and, and Lita was already fantastic going in. Yeah. Well, like- it's like what everyone, uh, I'm, I'm going to say it again, but what everyone says about Charlotte, too. Remember when she debuted, she couldn't do shit. No, I agree with you there. And, like, now she's a, she is a very good wrestler, but she Oh, she's amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm just sick of her, you know? It's yeah. like, she's like John Cena. <laughs> like, like, look, you're good at what you're good at what you do. Like, she's more better in, or more better. She's better yeah. in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> She's better in the ring than she is on the mic, whereas John Cena was better on the mic than he was in the ring. Mm-hmm. However, that being said, as as far as performers go, they're both great. I'm just sick of sick of seeing them. <laughs> but All right. fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I I was seen it out a long time ago. Yeah, you've seen enough. I've seen enough. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see no more. Yeah, and I I tapped out of the Bellas a long long before. Every, every, everyone else did. Yeah, I definitely don't think they're Hall of Fame worthy. But no. yeah, but, but I guess if you're fucking Daniel Bryan and John Cena, then you know, yeah, your I guess good you, things are going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nikki yeah. Bella's not fucking John Cena anymore. Hasn't been for quite a while, but yeah. <laughs> but she was for a time, and I right? Guess that and that's that's let's like the, let's face it. That's why they got their push. Yeah, well, uh, Nikki Bella was the longest reigning Divas champion of all time, but that title's kind of not really looked back on with very much uh, prestige. Now that title's the new IWGP heavyweight champion. That's that's a discussion for another time. Oh my god! Yeah, I can't believe we never we never talked about that horrendous looking belts. Yeah, let's 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 more let's mourn the uh, let's mourn the loss (laughs) of the original IWGP. Heavyweight champion and then chip another time next episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did didn't Bella keeping the title wasn't that just to stick it to someone to Wendy Richter to Paige right? Yeah. Why was I thinking Wendy Richter? Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think I think yeah, just to surpass whatever Paige for whatever. Backstage problems they had with her, mm-hmm. and okay. she surpassed it by one day. Oh <laughs> God! Okay, now that's just spite. That's, well, that's all that is. Huh. Yeah, I would say that's yeah. not, but we're not talking about men here. So, <laughs> <laughs> but so, uh, sorry. Yeah. So this year's okay. The actual this year's twenty twenty one. I think they've all kind of been announced. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the very first one they announced was Molly Holly. Mm-hmm. Okay, I great, great worker. She accomplished a lot. Like her push. Okay, like when the first, my first exposure to her was um, Ms. Ms. Madness, which was kind of a dumb, dumb gimmick in WCW, and it was yeah. like the oh yeah, the like, great well, that was her yeah her. Gorgeous George, which whatever, like it's not like she had an amazing work rate and all that. She was basically a valet who was just fucking a lot of people. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so, but it was sorry. Medusa was part of that stable. Yeah, too. yeah, and that—that's the thing that bugged me. 
about like Savage had these three valets. One of them, okay, okay, I I understand Gorgeous George. Okay. Mm-hmm. I sort of understand the Miz, Miz Madness, the kind of that that character kind of worked. Why on earth, outside of appeasing Savage's ego, okay, did they throw Medusa into that? Like it was absolutely overkill, and it it just it did nothing. It 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 brought nothing but bring Medusa down and for everything that she accomplished because she went from this amazing, you know, wrestler with a fantastic work rate and 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 a, a career and a con- and accomplishments and now she's just thrown into the level of gorgeous George just because. Mm. That always gnawed at me, as you can tell. Well. WCW is never great with the women's (laughs) division. That's right. That's right. I just, I just, I love, okay, as much as I'm an old schooler and all that, the way women are being portrayed in pro wrestling right now is just, it's the, the best it's ever been. Yeah. The women are the best they've ever been. Yes, I love, I love, I love and remember Wendy Richter and Medusa and Sherry Martell, but it's not like every federation had a strong roster, you know, of women, even in the territories and all that. They just didn't. And now all the, you know, in, Impact and AEW and all the WWF brands and all that, they've all got strong rosters of women. Um, I think Molly Holly definitely uh, is Hall of Fame material for overcoming the Ms. Madness bullshit. And just, yeah, and even just, like existing in a time in WWE when like wrestling wasn't wrestling with women wasn't as like uh or I don't want to say the word glorified, but it was like it was the era of the divas, uh, the, right? Jerry Jerry Lawler going puppies and all that, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Right, uh, and and they used that they used the fact that she wasn't a diva. Yeah, she was they made it part of her character and it worked. It worked so well because right. it was probably true, you know, yeah. and the best the best um angles and storylines, you know, when it's 50% truth, those are the ones that work the best. Yeah, absolutely. I remember Definitely. like she had uh well like she was like she came into the company, she was uh crashing hardcore Holly's cousin. Right, yeah, other cousin, and then she was Mighty Molly when she teamed with uh, the Hurricane, and then yeah, then after that she kind of became like the wholesome, like kind of like a Karen almost, I guess you could say, like hair short and like like was very opposed to the whole divas imagery thing, with and that's why she was a heel because she was like the anti-sexy. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And that everyone's mentality in the attitude era was in the gutter. (laughs) Yeah. If if you're not showing me boobs, then yeah, I don't. Yeah. (laughs) Why are you on my TV? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And it it works so well. This day and age. Okay. The Molly Holly character. Okay. Would be the face. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And, you know, and I just. That 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 was the in, the incarnation of Molly of of Molly that I enjoyed the most when she just went out there 
no no bullshit and just worked. Mm-mm. No, yeah, I agree so with you on that one. I would definitely give her the nod. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure with everything all all encompassing right from his start as just as um as an interviewer and the voice of the AWA all the way up to his 83 weeks podcast, you know, now it's, you can't argue against Eric Bischoff going into any sort of hall of fame. No, no, absolutely. As soon as he was announced, I was like, yep, gotta be Eric Bischoff. <laughs> it's funny. The reason Sydney's not a fan, my sister is not a fan of Bischoff because they have the same birthday. <laughs> oh, so I didn't even know that. I was like, Sydney, your birthday buddy's going into the Hall of Fame. And she's like, God damn it. Okay, cool. Yeah, all right. Mick Foley and me share a birthday, but I don't hate him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's never been a fan of Eric Bischoff anyway. Uh, well, you were, you were supposed to hate him. Oh, like, yeah. He was he so that, good at it. When he would give that smile and point at his dimples and then point at the crowd, like, that was just like, you wanted to punch the guy right in the fucking face. You did. Yeah. 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 He was so he was so good at it. But I've, I've been a fan of Bischoff, like, because the AWA dying days, there was there was two there was two AWA fans, me and my wife. That's it. We mm. were the only ones keeping the AWA live the last the last couple of years and you you kind of saw like this this kid this Eric Bischoff could could be something now at the time when he was just this you know the mic guy for 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 the AWA I never would have ever okay I could have seen him go on and be the next Gene Okerlund mm-hmm. okay I never would have predicted that he would go on to, you know, head up WCW and take on the WWF and actually, you know, overcome them in the ratings for 83 weeks. And like, I just, the whole Monday Night Wars and all that, which Bischoff can be accredited to a lot of that. Yeah, he was, yeah, he could easily be accredited with like starting the Monday Night Wars essentially by luring all these big name guys over to WCW with Ted Turner's checkbook. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, with the promise of a lighter schedule and bigger pay, it's just like you want it, come get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Now a lot of people might say, well, if if, if I had Eric Bischoff's open checkbook and all that, okay, fine. You get the talent in. What are you going to do with it once you yeah. get it? You know, like, yeah, and the, the look what Bischoff did with it. Yeah, the problem was though, in the long run, was that he gave all these people creative control that's and when you, <laughs> inmates running the asylum yeah yeah when you give people with those big of an egos creative control over their own characters well <laughs> well where's wcw now let's put it that way right, right. This, <laughs> this doesn't work for me brother yeah there, there's a reason why people say that this day and age. oh snowy apparently there's a new episode of nwa power up okay oh. all right yeah no do you want me to spoil what I just read? Uh, no. Sorry? No spoilers. Okay. <laughs> let's, watch it. let's watch it later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Go. All right. 
So we can all agree there's no reason why Bischoff shouldn't be in a a Hall of Fame. No, he's he's definitely like a guy who should be in there. I'm surprised he wasn't in there already. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I and I have to admit when they announced they that AEW and I, we might have mentioned this on the show when AEW announced you know special guest tonight Eric Bischoff. It's like oh yeah. Oh, okay, I was going to be watching anyways, but now I'm now I'm stoked. I'm really excited. For yeah, sure. like, I'm glad that they didn't make him an on-screen authority figure. But I will admit, though, back before that whole trope was like way played out, huh. like when when uh, when Vince McMahon had announced that Raw and SmackDown were getting general managers, I was just like, okay, it's going to be Stephanie and Shane. We all know how this goes. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like Stephanie did end up being the general manager of SmackDown, but when Eric Bischoff walked on screen the first time on Raw, I was like, (gasps) (laughs) I couldn't believe, I actually couldn't believe it. Like, Mm -hmm. a little, little, like, one year too late, but still, the fact that it happened, when he walked, like, the first person he saw was Booker T. I don't think Booker T even knew that Bischoff was actually going to be there in real life. Well, you could tell a lot of them didn't. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, like like Booker T saw him. Eric Bischoff walks on screen, and then he just goes. He goes like, "Hey Booker, how you been?" And then he just, <laughs> he just walks to the ring with that smile on his face. Booker T was like, "Tell me, I did not just see that." <laughs> and then he like walked by Jericho as well. And Jericho was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> Cave. It's Kane! It's Kane! That's gotta be Kane! Gotta be Kane! Um, yeah, it, make, it makes sense. Well, yeah, okay. But, uh, sorry, a, a WWE, WWF Hall of Fame, definitely for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, there's I, no, no question that Glenn Jacobs has uh, busted his ass. Like, before he got his big break with Kane, he had to do embarrassing shit like Isaac Hank and VDS, which even he hates. Oh, and look, yeah. And also, let's not forget fake, or well, actually, I would like to forget fake Diesel, but it happened. Right. We know. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when he when he got his big break, when he came out as Kane and started feuding with The Undertaker, and the it was magic. Like, the whole storyline, yeah. Like, the character has had his ups and downs throughout the years, but... Like, yeah, absolutely Hall of Fame worthy. Like, he deserves to go in there 100%. I don't know who's going to induct him. If it's not The Undertaker, it should be Pete Rose. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and, actually, I can see and that. And can he yeah. play Tombstone again? That'd be great. Yeah. It'll be like, and it'd be like, and like the Dudleys inductor, where it's like, sorry, guys, we got to cut your time, and they put him through a table. Can it be like, sorry, I have to cut your time and just Tombstone him? That'd be fantastic. Yeah. No, like I, I, that's actually one of my more modern uh, favorite modern Kane moments was when him and Daniel Bryan were in therapy when he was like going through his backstory and everyone just looks horrified and he just kind of throws like the deadpan delivery like was awesome about it but just that one line where he goes like and for reasons never quite explained I have an unhealthy obsession with torturing Pete Rose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. Or, uh, yeah. or way in the middle of his speech, Pete'll just run out in like the chicken suit, 
and then Kane will just drop him. Yeah, like there was the, the WrestleMania 14 thing, and then yeah, WrestleMania 15 where he came out as the Goblin Gooker, and then Kane, yeah, Kane tombstone him there too. And uh, I remember like a long time ago there was a commercial that WWE did for a pay per view uh, around Halloween, where like the commercial was a bunch of kids coming to Pete Rose's door dressed as like WWE superstars, and he's just like mouthing off to them and stuff. And then he gets the final ring of the doorbell opens up, and it's Kane, and he just goes, "Hi, Pete." <laughs> okay, this might He's sound like a scared. Stupid... Yeah, <laughs> this might kind of sound like a stupid question, but you guys really know who Pete Rose is, right? Yeah, he's a baseball player. Okay, but like it's he's not without his controversies. Like he's, I think he was taken out of the Baseball Hall of Fame for uh, uh, gambling. Yeah, he gambled yeah. again. His team, or I guess something. his own, his own, his own yeah. team, and all that. So yeah, and I, I grew up watching Pete Rose playing baseball. I'm, I still am a baseball fan. Mm-hmm. I, try, I try to catch like our and own. We grew up with Pete guys. Rose being tombstoned by Kane every year. <laughs> yeah. We're not the same. Yeah, <laughs> was he? Uh, did he play for the Yankees? Yeah, the Phillies. Oh, first, okay. first, uh, first of all, the. Uh, Cincinnati Reds. Okay. And then he, he got traded to Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay. I just remember like uh WrestleMania fourteen was where he was which was where Kane first tombstone and was in Boston. So I thought maybe maybe he would have played for the Yankees that would have made more a little Oh yeah, time. because yeah, Yankees good for a good Canadian boy. That's a good call there with the whole Yankees yep. Red, Red Sox. Sox. Yeah, rivalry and all that. Yeah, right on. I know. I know baseball. Like I've been to my fair share of Blue Jays games at the Sky Dome, not the Rogers oh. Sky oh. Dome. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, then you and I are going to some baseball, some Gold Eye baseball games. Then our our minor league team. Yeah. Right on. Whenever Shaw Park reopens or whatever it's called now, is it still called Shaw Park? Yeah. So, unfortunately, <laughs> it's not Bell MTS Place Park yet. Yeah. <laughs> not, yet not yet. Not yet. Well, right. I'll always call it Canvas Global. That's that's what I call that 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 our venue, whatever you want to call it. It's the ballpark to me. It's like uh, the MPS Center when they changed the name and they're like, "Welcome to your first shift at Bell MPS Place." And I was just like, "MPS Center," and then the the manager would just look at me and I'm like, "Shut up, it's MTS Center," and they would laugh. No, it's the True North Center, man. Same with like I I remember going to Goldeyes games back when they played at the Winnipeg Stadium. Right. Yeah. Like that was a long time ago, when Terry Lee was still playing for the Goldies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was I, I was in the stadium when the you know the Winnipeg Goldies. Sorry, sorry, all wrestling fans were kind of <laughs> go, going off the rails here. But the first year when the Winnipeg Goldies were in the Northern League, their first year they won the championship, and I was in the building. I was in the stadium for that game. That's sick, man. That's awesome. I'll never forget it. Yeah, yeah. That that that, that was when Winnipeg Gold Eye games for cheap seats were like two bucks. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I would just, I would just jump on my bike, tell Mrs. Snowy, yeah, I'm going for a bike ride, okay, just to get some exercise and get some <laughs> fresh air. Yeah, about an hour later, I'm sitting in the stadium. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how was your bike ride? Actually, I went to the ball game. <laughs> 
<laughs> you come back four hours later. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow. You know? laughs> Where'd you go? Well, I went to the ball. Uh, bike ride home. I'm super tired, and you smell like beer. Well, you know, shit. Smell like beer and peanuts. That's right. What the hell? And when I left the house, I didn't even know that's what I was doing. You know, just and when and when you left the house, you didn't have that base that uh gold eyes hat. Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Okay, we're getting a little off the rails. Wow, not us. Anyways, anyways, yes. great Collie. Oh uh, my god. Okay, I think out of all of these, apart from the Bellas, no, 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 <laughs> no. he's another giant Gonzalez. Like, oh, he's just, uh, I know he's been world champion, but he's just, uh, and his feud with Undertaker the first time was great, but like, no. Yeah, yeah. The, the only argument you could make is he was a former world champion. So was Tommy Rich for four days. Yeah, true. So, so was David Arquette. Like this isn't <laughs> which which at some point they just might put David Arquette into the celebrity wing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they did. What they did, and then he'll come out with a replica gold belt. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> but I think the WWE has this, uh, like they've they've got a real stronghold of the market in India. You know, like they have a huge huge fan base in yeah. India. Doesn't their YouTube channel like do fantastic business? Oh yeah, out out of India alone yeah. and all that. So like this is this is just like. See, we're putting one of your own in. Oh yeah, and they and they had that uh, that special event earlier. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember if it was later last year or earlier this year where they had it on Republic Day. In yeah, India. yeah, and then it was like and, highlighting and Paul versus Drew McIntyre had twenty million viewers. Oh wow! <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah, like that's why he's going in. Yeah, but the thing about Jinder Mahal, though, is that the Indian market didn't take well to him because he's not actually from India. He's from Calgary. Yeah. So, yeah. So another good old Canadian boy was champion. That's right, damn it. Well, I'll, I'll take Jinder Mahal for sure. And his don't, uncle. Don't hinder the gender. Come on. <laughs> his uncle, though, was the great Gamma. From yeah. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, homework, guys. Go on to YouTube. Go find some old Stampede Wrestling, you know, the mid to late 80s and all that when the Great Gama was just on fire. Oh, his character was amazing. Great promos. Work rate was absolutely fantastic. All right. Yeah. So you're going to want to check out some of the Great Gama. Um, we, are, we already mentioned them. Um, one of a kind. I'm doing the thumbs. Yeah. Rob Van Dam. Absolutely, without question, deserves yeah. to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure, for sure. Not just, not even just... though he lost the WWE title for get for a DUI driving high as shit. He lost the He lost the WWE and the ECW title for that shit in a week. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, what a way to what a way for it 
at least he got to win it at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Right. Like, and then and then at least he got to say that one line where he's like, this belt has like so much prestige behind it, looks at the WWE championship. And this one spins. <laughs> and this one spins. Dude, I was just about to mention that. And that this one spins. Oh, that's all one of my all-time favorite you know, you know, moments yeah. on the stick. He was he was yeah, because he won the WWE title from John Cena at the Hammerstein. And on the first episode of EC WWE ECW. He was awarded the ECW championship by Paul Heyman. Right. Right, right. And I'll never forget that one fan's uh, sign at, at the Hammerstein. <laughs> Cena wins, it, we riot. Cena wins, yeah. we riot. <laughs> yeah. You think they would? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, that was a nasty uh, ECW crowd that was just pissed off. Well, just think, just think, what if going into that day Cena was slotted to win... And then they saw the crowd, and then Vince was like, fucking change it. Yeah, I don't want to have to buy this building in order because it's been damaged. <laughs> yeah. Rob, so, you're winning. Uh, He's in the back smoking. What? What? Huh? Well, that, yeah, that, uh, that, that whole show was kind of tainted by the fact that, like, well, the, the, the previous year's one-night stand was, like, a 100%, like, full-on ECW tribute that was, like, respectable. It was, right. like, WWE guys that were former ECW guys and a bunch of old ECW guys that had come back just for the one show. And but then the 2006 version was kind of there's a bunch of guys that were never in ECW, never seen versus Big Show. (laughs) Yeah, Batista versus Big Show, which actually got chance where the crowd was saying change the channel. Like, yeah, that's that. That's how like dedicated that crowd is to the ECW brand, right? Right, yeah. right. And it's guys like Kurt Angle versus Randy Orton. Yeah, that's that's what I think. When 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 I think of ECW, I think Randy Orton. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but like, the, all I really remember from the 2006 one was Van Dam and Cena because that match was really good, mm-hmm. and Edge and and uh, Foley against Terry Funk and Dreamer. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, but, but still, you have Edge you have, never anywhere near an ECW ring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah. You have to give Cena credit for his performance during, for him staying in his character and, you know, what he is on WWF. Mm-hmm. He was definitely in enemy territory. <laughs> they were for hearing they were, fuck we, you Cena for 20 minutes. <laughs> they were booing the shit out of him. But yet he took it in stride. He even saluted the fans. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I will like, never forget that. Was was that the event where like, he threw his hat into the crowd and they threw it back at him? I, like I, five I, times. Yeah. Or like yeah, every time he threw his shirt or hat up. <laughs> yeah, it was a shirt because then one yeah. fan like wiped it on his ass and threw it. Oh. <laughs> But you got to give him credit. He took it. Sort of see Cena laughing too. He's like, I knew I was expecting this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it just did like his little shrug that he would always do. (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's not just his WWE work that makes him Hall of Fame worthy, but his ECW. His match with Jerry Lynn. Oh, for sure. I was just about to say we are so you know we are so on the same path with this because those matches were were amazing mm-hmm. yeah. you know like oh 
If if those were the if that was the only match on a pay per view or a card or you know on a live card and then and, and that was it, I I still would shell out for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this is like yeah. if they did a sixty minute Iron Man. Oh my god. Oh yeah, like that's. Whew. Oh, that's Flair Steamboat right there. Mm-hmm. That whole thing, yeah. His matches yeah. with Sabu were fantastic, also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> this is like the shittiest thing about his original ECW run, though. Was like he was he, how long was he TV champion for? He was like the longest, longest reigning TV champion, and like twenty eight days or something. Okay. Yeah, and then he he had to relinquish it because he broke his leg. Yeah. Oh yes, he, that's right. The baseball slide under Rhino snap. Oh yeah, that, that's. Ugh. Yeah. And yeah. He had a, he had a really good run in TNA as well. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that one. I wasn't really watching TNA around that time. Well, the problem, like I, the problem with me and TNA is trying to retain the memory of a lot of things. I watched it all the time. Mm-hmm. The, Okay, but I just, I don't have, I can't, you know, recall, okay, this happened at this pay-per-view like I can with some of the other federations and all that, especially when I was a teenager. Like, I know Kurt Kurt Angle was there and had a great run and he was champion. I know Sting, you know, Rob Van Dam, you know, but I just, to, to say, well, what was your favorite match of, you know, Hard Justice? 2000 whatever you know and i'm like oh i don't even know the card (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) you know you got to give me a reminder that's not not to say that sorry like the only definitive match that i know happened at a tna card was jeff hardy versus uh sting at victory road 2011 because that's just kind (laughs) of This for all the wrong reasons. Right. right. <laughs> right On right. the new episode of 80s, uh, Chris Van Vliet, he interviewed Bischoff and he talked about that match. Oh, okay. Um, I'll, I'll watch that after. Yeah, watch that. Because Jeff apparently gets to the building and then just fucks off and they can't find him until like two minutes before the match. Ugh, that's fun. Yeah. Wow, that's brutal. That's brutal. So we can all, all agree, Rob Van Dam. Yeah, a wrestling hall of fame. Mm-hmm. Mr. Or oh, well, Mr. Monday Night, Mr. Friday Night, Mr. Hall of Fame, the whole fucking show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I believe we touched upon it. Um that William Shatner uh-huh. is going yeah. into the celebrity wing, which I think oh, this is just a total farce. If he was only like uh, on Raw once, like oh whatever, like this is. That said, another good Canadian boy, you know. Like, okay. Well, remember Batista was supposed to go in, but he couldn't make it, so he's going to go in a different year now. Right. Right. Yeah. Which he also probably wants to go in when there's people in the building. Yeah. Yeah. As well, as well. One of the things that we were kind of forgetting, and I'll, we won't go through all of them, but I'll just. I'll just I'll just pick a couple. The inductees, if they were like having a full ceremony and they're having the inductees and all that, that's always really interesting as well. Who would be your pick to induct the British Bulldog? Uh, probably his son. Either either oh, yeah. his son or Bret Hart. 
Bret Hart, I was thinking yeah. as well. I think it's uh, Davy Jr. who inducts him, though. Is it? I think it's David Hart Smith who does it. So right. they have been in a net. Well, okay. I guess. Well, there was a photo of everybody a couple oh, days ago. Okay. I'll see oh, if okay. I can. No. All right. Who would right. you who what's who would be your pick for Eric Bischoff? Oh, uh, Eric Bischoff. Jesus. I know uh, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but that's the point. Uh, <laughs> Hogan. Yeah, that would be a good choice. That'd be a good choice. No. If you just if you just want to be an internet shit disturber, I would pick Greg Gagne. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they have the history. Eric Bischoff ended up firing Greg Greg Gagne when he tried to do a, a power play and all that. And being an old school AWA fan and all that, Greg Gagne is, you know, kind of funny to think mm-hmm. about to look to look back at some of his shit. Like when I was when I was eight years old, Greg Gagne was the shit man. Like he he was absolutely amazing. Now as an adult, even into my later teens, I'm like. Oh, you can tell this is the boss's kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But yeah, it's David Hart. Oh, okay. Oh. Cool. All right. Who would, D- D- Ducky, who would be your pick for inducting Eric Bischoff? It would be funny if it's Vince. Oh. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. What about Rob, Rob Van Dam? Who is your pick? To the, only, the only choice, Paul Heyman. I was just thinking that myself. Couldn't, can't be anybody else. No, it's mm-hmm. got to be Heyman. And will, will William Shatner? Who would you pick? Oh fuck! I don't care. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Shit! It could be Bad Bunny for all we care. Yeah. <laughs> he'll he'll because fucking Leonard Nimoy is not alive anymore. Uh, okay, that was going to be my next question. For the life of me, for that split second, I couldn't remember if Leonard Nimoy was still with us. No, he died a few years back now. Uh, okay, I, see. I, lost so, I lost so many geek points just now. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It's like so many of our childhood. Uh, oh, so God. Like, yes. Yeah, there's so many people who aren't with us anymore that I actually have to Google. It's not even funny. It is, yeah, it's, yeah, that's too bad. Uh, so, so that is the 2020, 2021 Wrestling Hall of Fame. Well, WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, wrestling. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, they have to worry about, they, they have to stop worrying about their fucking branding. Yeah. And do what's best for business and not just... Yeah. The, their business. Uh, well, you guys, I think it's just about that time to uh, bring this crazy train into the station. It's there been was... a marathon episode. Like I, I, we haven't I, one this long, a long time. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, it's been a while. Okay. How can people get a hold of us? Well, when they're not listening to Stained, <laughs> they can get a hold of us on. Uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash wrestling night in Canada or Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> or Instagram at wrestling night in Canada. Right on, right on. Of course, wrestling night in Canada is proud members of the shining wizards network. 
www.shiningwizardsnetwork.com. Chances are that's where if you're checking us out on any other podcast aggregator, you're going to want to go there to not only check this show out, future episodes, and our back catalog. You're going to want to check out our brother episode, Radioactive Metal. If you haven't had enough of your cool Uncle Snowy, God help you right right now, <laughs> then you're going to want to go and check that show out just to get the whys and wherefores and everything behind the wonderful world of heavy metal. And there's just a number of awesome shows on the network. It's predominantly a pro wrestling network, but there's pop culture, there's comedy, there's just a little bit. It's your one-stop shop for all things podcasting and entertainment. In the meantime and in between time, that's it. This has been another exciting episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. I'm Dustin Marika. Signing off. And we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. <laughs>